0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA-approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com.
0: Hey everybody, the Andy Daily Podcast Pilot Project is coming back for Season 2, Rejoice, premiering March 8th on Stitcher Premium. Every episode is a pilot for a brand new show hosted by a different character. This eight episode season includes pilots from returning characters Dalton Wilcox and Don DeMello, new characters like Joe Bongo and Gil and Golly, and shows from the past like a long lost pilot from L. Ron Hubbard.
1: For a free month of Stitcher Premium, go to stitcherpremium.com forward slash Andy and use the promo
0: code Andy. Look, I don't want to say this out of school, but I'm on this podcast, so get back to it. Promo code
2: Andy. I wish you
1: had that James set Bondi too Bondi when Bondi you hit record Bondi Bondi a confetti Bondi can Bondi and went off. <laughs> You're giving me ideas. <laughs> We'd all know when we started. Balloons to drop. <laughs> well, it's James Bonding. Oh, yes. Welcome. I'm Matt.
0: I'm Matt as well.
1: We are. We're talking about uh, a great film.
0: On a great day, because we've got a great film. It's a great day. And we've got a great guest here today Roman Mars, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Roman, welcome. Thank you,
1: I'm very Uh, happy to be here. This is a podcast, I don't know if you're familiar. I have heard of
0: them. Yeah, well, what we
1: do is we put out like a... It's like radio on the internet. (laughs) Um, I still don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Thank you so much for coming all the way down here. It's uh, my pleasure. Making the journey.
0: I am specifically, specifically, especially, and specifically excited because I'm a huge fan of Romans. Oh, and I want thanks. to tell you something interesting is that I listen to a fair amount of political podcasts. So when you started What Can Trump Teach Us About Con Law? Mm-hmm. It was like, I just loved it, loved it. But then I get these um, political podcast things where I get tense, you know, after a while you hear a lot. I know. And so I always go back to to 99% Invisible, which gives me such a sense of peace. And I I just, (laughs) that show, I eat up. And so you you are the only podcaster I know that can ping pong me back and forth (laughs) between your two podcasts almost deliberately. And so I thank you for that. I'm
1: happy to oblige. Subliminally drives people to his other shows. (laughs) Fucking brilliant.
0: I'm assuming almost all of our listeners already know of especially 99% Invisible, but there's so many episodes that kind of have subjects that, tie into at least like cold war era things right, or soviet right. type things and design That's and World war yeah. yeah it's it's just really really great so oh, i'm thanks. I'm thrilled you're here yeah oh, i'm very happy to be here yeah i was just today listening to i know it's not related to bomb, but the mcmansions episode which yeah oh
1: my god you can't stop talking about it delightful <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's a, I'm gonna it's a
0: second time listen for me i have to oh, say okay. well, i'm yeah. gonna
1: i'm gonna drive home to it today yeah if, if, if you've you talked should. it up enough Because
0: I I have family members that live in a
2: uh, McMansion. Yeah, sure. Say that a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah. That's why they're fun to. (laughs) I I mean, I like it. I like that episode in particular because it's not just about making fun of McMansions, but it's a way of using sort of humor and snide humor to explain everyone's houses in cool ways. Yeah, I like a lot.
0: Yes, I mean, it made me think a lot about my own house in that sense too. That's right.
2: You
1: know. So hang on, what? Just real quick. I just want to take a journey down McMansion Lane for one second. Mm -hmm. The, a McMansion is defined as a like a mass built blueprinted house that is larger than it should be for the lot.
2: Yeah, that's there's there's a few things. One yeah. is it tends to be oversized, over 3000 square uh-huh. feet. Um it tends to have a real strange mix of architectural styles. <laughs> sure. So it has like a gabled roof and a pitched roof and this, you know, like all matched together. Yeah they tend to be designed from the inside out so it's like there are a lot of them are you you pick and choose the the aspects you want uh-huh. so you like you want a cathedral ceiling in your bathroom on the second floor and it makes this nub on top of the house appear. <laughs> it's, it's the amazing. cheesecake factory of it home building very
0: much which the, i'm going to cut this factory. out
2: but <laughs>
1: <the cheesecake. laughs> why would you cut that out i'd be proud of that you know, there's a Cheesecake Factory, Marina Del Rey, that is just the that, bee's
2: knees. I mean, that is a mess of eclecticism. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. mean, it's really something else. And I can like a lot of that stuff. Like, and a lot of the stuff was born out here, mm-hmm. really. Like, yeah. um, Paul Williams, architect, in, like, took the Spanish style and, you know, like, this colonial styles and mixed them all together. And it's a lot of it's like a, what a California is. And then it sort of, like, mutated into this mass, product, mass production sort of machine.
1: I guess my question is, if you... Uh,
2: where are you staying while you're down here? What part of town?
1: Uh, Out- cheesecake
0: Factory. <laughs> oh, by the
1: cheesecake. No, cool. Uh
2: near the airport, west side.
1: Okay, because there's there's all these houses now going up in my neighborhood where they're tearing down these, you know, thirteen, fourteen hundred square foot um, houses that have been there since the '20s, and they're putting up these massive 3,000, three thousand, thirty five hundred square foot. Uh, concrete
0: houses. The like brutalist modern things. I've seen a couple. Yeah, and now there's
1: uh, on the street, the next street over from me, uh, there's two of them next to each other. Oh boy. So now it's like, it's very ominous and (laughs) they're knocking down these houses that they're buying for 1.2, 1.3 and they're putting up these houses and charging 3.3 million for them. And they're getting it. Yeah.
0: And there's no yard. (laughs) There's a house down the street that is this gorgeous Tudor cottage and someone added a wing onto it that is just a lime green cube that comes out of the back of this Tudor cottage and it looks like like a a Borg ship landed in like <laughs> Renaissance England and just attached. Yeah. It well, I can assure you,
1: the Borg cube is not built for atmospheric conditions, and so I it know it could not land. Matt,
0: I wish there was an authority <laughs> on that. <laughs>
1: uh, anyway, guys, this is James Bonnie. We're talking about Octopussy. this is this I was, we were uh, talk about uh, Star Wars. <laughs> we'll get there, but let's I get let's you. get
0: Roman's history with James bond yeah. and specifically since you're kind of an expert on this stuff like any of the ken adam or production design or peter lamont stuff that that sings to you at all i mean the the,
2: the funny thing is um i if if you've heard it on a show i'm a mild expert of it but if i you've never heard it on a show. I have no knowledge of those things whatsoever so oh, that's except for, exciting. So it's just like I'm I'm a journalist first and foremost. So yeah. I become an expert in 2 3 weeks and then it's purged from my mind. I feel like that myself. Yeah. <laughs> so um but I would say that my history of James Bond, I mean the reason why Octopussy was the one, you know, I would travel down for is because <laughs> there was a period of time where I was at my aunt's house and she was like the rich aunt who had HBO, you know, and a <laughs> big TV. Yeah. yeah and i watched this over and over and over again i think some part of my young brain was trying to make sense of it (laughs) um it's not my first james Bond. the first one was for your eyes only Mm -hmm. i saw that on tv too Mm. but that one struck me uh, really young as a very um it it, the tone of it i i maybe it's lighter than i think it is but as a kid it felt heavy yeah Mm -hmm. You know, it felt like I was like, especially compared to octopus, right? You to a kill, yeah, Yeah. right. And then, and and I remember uh, getting my first lesson of James Bond because he skis at some point. I remember asking some adult around. James Bond can ski and, <laughs> yeah. and they say James Bond can do anything yeah. and I was like oh yeah okay got it yeah. nailed it I understand the <laughs> character perfectly now It's really all you need to know about
0: that <laughs> that HBO story is so many people's origin story right. Bond me too that's like Octopussy and View to a Kill were in constant rotation and that just cemented everything right. for me Yeah,
2: and View to a Kill was the first one I saw in the theater I Okay, remember. I think I went the second run theater by myself to see it Ooh.
0: yeah. Octopussy's my first in the theater oh, too yeah. so I
2: got a special
0: Bond with it I feel so young when you guys say this. Well, you are a good ten years younger. This is than me. this is yeah. the uh, this is my
1: birth year movie. Wow, eighty three. Wow. I'm sorry, everybody. Eighty three. <laughs> uh, I'm a Zenennial.
0: I'm a live and let die birth year Bond.
1: 1973. Nice. I'm
0: I'm 74, so that was an off year.
1: Oh, yeah. You had an (laughs) in-betweener.
0: Wait, did they not? Was Man of the Golden Gun not 74? Oh, it is. It It is. is Oh,
1: right. That's the The period of time where they cranked up movies in 11 months. Right. That's right. Well, they're (laughs) going to have to do it again. And it showed. Uh, (laughs) Get ready for Bond 25. (laughs) So, Octopussy, I I got to pick this one. Uh, I tried to pick The World is Not Enough, but Matt lied uh, and said that we hadn't done it which uh,
0: i did i made a mistake with it i made an understandable mistake i know that we're gonna get there one brosnan is like every other brosnan but
1: so uh naturally i I gravitated back towards roger moore and towards this
0: particular film this is the one that you just put on to do your taxes or whatever right it is
2: it is
1: the man although i will say this time when i put it on i i Found myself actually not doing other things. Just watching? Just like eyes glued to the ridiculousness. Yeah.
0: I like the way you put it, Roman. Like, this is the one you'll travel for. What's your Bond movie you'd travel for, (laughs) take a bullet for, or, you know?
1: I don't know that there's one that I wouldn't.
0: Well, I could think of one.
1: Oh, you are
0: just <laughs> so wrong. I can about think one of one thing. that even if I didn't have to travel, I'd be <laughs> like, I would maybe travel in the opposite direction. It's so crazy
1: that you picked Tomorrow Never Dies to do just to get it out of the way. I did, oh, yeah, so because funny.
0: it was looming over me. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, all right, let's dig into this thing. I'm Before excited. we dig in, I think the oh. best
1: way to start, Matt, is by taking a gander at the James Bond VHS. <laughs>
0: So Roman was nice enough to bring this. This is the uh I guess it's just called the Moore Classics collection. It's got that like um gold gold leaf. Oh, it's beautiful. Top VHS cassette. It's like
1: the excitement you would feel when you would open a baseball a card baseball pack and uh, there'd be a card with gold leaf on
0: it. Except instead of bubblegum, you get a pink panther short called Super Pink. <laughs> Let me read the. um, It's just it's just
1: uh, Judy Bloom's super fudge done with the Pink Panther.
0: I'd be into that. (laughs) Octopussy is quote extravagant and funny. The New York Times, a state of the art, edge of your seat spellbinder. The bond chemistry of lush adventure, luscious femme fatales. Fantasy and wit as dry as a 007 martini is at its most potent. In one of the most spectacular pre-title sequences ever devised, Roger Moore's Bond flies into action, piloting the world's smallest jet, 12 feet in length, pursued by a heat-seeking missile. 007 must investigate the death of Agent 009. His hunt leads him across Cuba, Germany, and India. Oh, so they're calling that Cuba. What? I, I have some questions oh, about me that. Too. but that's me too. That's the first time I've ever... Because that's a lot of blue-eyed people.
1: Hi, I'm half Cuban. <laughs> Hi, I'm the American South where I land with dad, a gas my station. my dad has blue eyes, so... Uh, he's full Cuban.
0: Uh, Germany and India to the secluded palace of the queen of the octopus cult, Maud Adams, and a plot that could destroy the world. Is. Bond is helped by a live octopus, a mechanical crocodile, and female martial artists. He's menaced by buzzsaws, big game hunters, and an A-bomb, but he remains unflappable. Big game hunters? On the wing of a careening plane or at the foot of an octopus-shaped bed. Wow.
1: That's quite frankly the most succinct way I've ever heard this movie described. It is really
2: hard to wrap up that movie. In they hit paragraphs. every
1: set piece. Yeah, they uh, give you the measurements of a jet.
0: <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't throw in like in a real tennis pro to boot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm BJ. I don't know if the if the crocodile counts as mechanical. Doesn't well,
1: you know, I yeah. uh, I noticed uh, for the first time. I really took a hard look at this. Uh, Crocodile and uh, the um, the roof opens like on a hydraulic situation.
0: Oh, the mouth yeah. comes
1: up, so immediately there's some mechanics. In it's hydro-
0: probably got That's a little true. motor or something, a little That's right. yeah. screw. I
1: assume it's a submarine,
0: right? It's got to be, right? Like a little one person sub. Like there's like he's not lying flat. He's, yeah, I think he's, he's sitting. Maybe he pedals it. Maybe he pedals like it. He pedals. It. <laughs> it's I like a just paddle along
2: there. <laughs> <laughs> it's the seafloor,
0: like uh, the Flintstone submarine. I love oh, it. I am into that. Very excited about this film. This movie gets better and better. <laughs> Octopussy. It's nineteen eighty three. This I find this to be a polarizing James Bond film. People a lot like our our dear man in the east, Phil. Yeah, does hates, not like this film. Hates this movie. Um, I love it. You love it. We're all here today to celebrate <laughs> a great a great work of art. Why is this film polarizing to people?
1: Well, I think it's. I think there's, and I don't want to speak for Phil, our man in the east, but I think there's an element too. If you're not fully on board with Roger Moore then you are not going to like this movie.
0: But then also you have to look inside yourself and see what's wrong with you.
1: That's very <laughs> you true. true. But this is by far, this is, as I was saying to my wife, as I was saying to Dory last night, this is as Roger Moore, a James Bond movie as you will ever find. Mm. It's I, In the best way. For me, yes. For me, it's 100%. It is, it is without a doubt my favorite Roger Moore film.
0: Mm-hmm. I'd be, I'd be tough pressed to name a favorite. Really? Well, View yeah.
1: to a Kill for you. That's yeah,
0: but I also love that. Nope, that's let your answer. Die. Matt? Wait, what? That's your answer. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Gosh.
1: Roman? Do you have a favorite Roger Moore? It's gotta be this <laughs> one. Oh, it's this one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: by by Country Mile. Yeah. I would say. That's beautiful. We get each other. I mean, I, Look, there's I other ones I I like. Yeah. I mean, I like Roger Moore is definitely my James Bond yeah. for sure. Yeah. But I mean, Preface like uh, <laughs> Daniel Craig is the best, yeah, yeah. no doubt. Mm-hmm. Boy, this is a great
1: room. This is conver- <laughs> the this this conversation room. I had this morning with my acupuncturist right. as she was shoving needles <laughs> in me.
0: What, Matt? It's just a very Bond thing. <laughs> like you're sitting there getting <laughs> acupuncture. <laughs> I don't know. Uh,
1: you know, we're just trying to get the boys in order, make sure that sperm count goes up. So okay. uh, acupuncture, it is apparently. Huh. Uh, so. We uh, were talking. I was like, she's like, Oh, do you have to work today? I was like, No, but I do have to go do two podcasts. And she's like, Oh, which one? I was like, James
0: Bond. We're going to. You didn't have to explain what a podcast was.
1: No. Wow. It's a because era. she is also my wife's acupuncturist. I oh, was so, very oh. familiar with her podcast as well.
0: <laughs> she's acupuncture to the podcast.
1: She's an acupuncture to the, to the podcast uh, middle. Um, <laughs> so, but I was saying to her, She's like, Who's your favorite James Bond? And I was like, It's such a question we often get yeah and my answer tends to gravitate towards roger moore the older i get Mm -hmm. the more i'm like roger moore and people are always like what (laughs) no one no one no one wants that answer from you do you know what i mean they want to hear sean connery or they want to hear
2: uh daniel craig yeah when you say roger moore people are very confused by that prospect i mean i think it I think it breaks down with age. Yeah. You're, you're kind of young to have a Roger Moore. Well, I was born yeah. 40, as I've always been told. <laughs> uh, so as I,
0: you know, I have an acupuncturist, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's talk about this cold opening. Uh, oh,
2: that's so good.
0: I know. It, the, I was realizing the reason I love this cold opening so much is it exists as its own little movie yeah. and yep. the best opens are like that. You could just, this could have been just a, look, a little
2: short film that they put out. Maybe that's what they should just start doing. Little I, 10 I, minute pieces. I wish the new James Bond movies were know, like this. I know. I, I want it so badly. Yeah. I know we, I know this is a subject, repeated subject, but I would love the standalone mission, James Bond. Yeah. I am tired of the universe of James Bond. That's Me too. my least favorite aspect. Of yeah. these new ones you yeah. are
1: preaching to the choir my yeah. friend we were just discussing this yeah
0: well, the in between episode we're talking about the the potential danny boyle film and that he came to them with an idea so we're kind of hopeful that maybe it's just kind oh, of a I one-off would, idea I would love it yeah i would love it yeah
1: james bond gets finally addicted to heroin <laughs> i'm into it uh that's that's where you go to but yes this uh, by the way i did not know this was cuba
0: well, I'm not so sure they're trying to make it. Like, no. there's clearly a Fidel Castro analog in there, but... Well, the flag is... I was looking at the
2: flag. The, oh, the, you would know something yeah, about so the flags. I yeah, so I like flags a lot. The flag looks like Belize, actually. Mm. There's a, it's, a, it's a blue field, a really large uh, seal on it. And I, I saw it in a few places in the horse air show it's, it's a horse show right but it has an air that's like the confusing part body.
0: and everybody watching this thing is clearly very english so all of the military <laughs> is vaguely uh, latin in some way although even that right right there are plenty of just blonde haired blue eyed people <laughs> but the audience is all like old white english right. people i don't yeah.
2: know but Let's, the flag looked like belize i was trying to figure out what country it was too yeah the flag looked like belize most of the flags in that part of the world have a. Uh, have like stripes, like a, mm-hmm. a, a blue stripe, white stripe, blue stripe, and then there's like, and then there's the set that's Venezuela, Colombia, and stuff. That I have that have like a a tricolor, yellow, red, and blue. Oh, interesting. <laughs> anyway, but that was very distinctly police flag.
0: But don't you get the feeling that that was some marketing person that put that on there? That the movie itself is doing the kind of plausible deniability of it? it's yeah. vaguely Cuba, but whiter.
1: Or I don't know <laughs> what. Um,
0: yeah. Listen, this movie.
1: You're you're you, the second he takes off his uh, safari jacket, and it becomes a mil- perfectly pressed. I'll military say jacket.
0: even before yeah. that, the minute he drives up in a tweed blazer with a yellow turtleneck dickie that rips off, and oh, like a so classic bad. English cap in a Range Rover from that era.
2: Oh, it's such
0: a good. I had to Range Rover. pause it
2: just to take a nap, and then and then. The hat goes rigid when he turns in its head. I know. It's well, you concept. know, I was looking yeah. at this.
1: Now, <laughs> this is something, of course, we've discussed many times on this program. That hat that that suddenly becomes a rigid hat. Look, they cut away. And I feel like, story-wise, it could have just been a hat he had tucked away.
0: No, no. no. <laughs> it is implied this is a Q-branch thing. I'm imagining, you know, when you buy one of those little two-person dome tents at Target... That when they mm-hmm. cut away, he's yes, actually putting thing those little... that we all like, always do. Yeah, those little... Like, like
2: in The Dark Knight where he touches the fabric. Yeah, the yes, fabric so has like exactly. an electric... He puts yeah. electric current probably yeah. through his watch.
0: Umbrella spines or like super collar stays that go into totally. place. Yeah. Super think, collar
1: stays. I think that's the only explanation yeah. that makes Guys, sense. we solved the problem that we've all had for 35 years. <laughs> and you so. telling
0: me like Q Branch can make an invisible car, but they can't make a, a stiff <laughs> hat? <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, their stiff things are having trouble, as we saw from the rope that you climbed.
0: <laughs> so I the don't noise know that thing makes. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I understand the spring bank sound effect, but when it's lowering, there's like a brrr, like like there's a computer element to that thing that oh yeah. Oh. We'll uh, get there. Okay. Uh,
1: so this. I love it. I love him putting on the mustache. I love her putting yeah. the mustache on him. Yeah, looks a little crooked.
0: Every beat of this thing hits. Toro,
2: <laughs> load of bull. That's a load of bull.
1: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, from the from the word go, Roger Moore is in full Roger Moore. Yeah, he's in peak mental and physical condition.
0: Well, <laughs> and that's no critique, but no, not but that's so peak
1: true. Roger Moore physical condition. If you ask me, yeah, I know he's slimmer and and. Stronger probably in Live and Let Die, but when you think of Roger Moore, right, you think of like the scale of Roger Moore, pun, no pun intended there, but what
0: do you mean? Like this, he has scales, like he
1: gets fatter. Oh, I see, okay. he gets fatter. <laughs> uh, but like this, this is like right in that sweet spot for me of, of Roger Moore.
3: He's peak 55 dad bod,
1: in this movie. peak dad bod 55. <laughs> we should be so lucky to look I know like this at 55. I,
0: know, I agree, I know. yeah, um. Do you, I think this is... You guys probably will not disagree with this, but I think this is John Glenn's best movie. It's... What are the other one? I'm not as reminded. So he did... Characters. This is his second. He did Four Your Eyes Only, which mm-hmm. probably most people would say is his best. Then he did this one, View to a Kill, Living Daylights, and License to Kill. Mm. But this one, I think, looks the best of all his films. It's got like kind of... There's like that lighting glow, that soft 80s music video lighting glow in this, which is definitely helped along by the Rita Coolidge song, which feels, you know, like... Everything about this one feels like... This is Bond for uh, newly divorced adults who are in their 40s and just want to relax this with is, each other. And this is it. Bond. This is like the divorcee's Bond.
1: This is like <laughs> if you called up Delilah and said, describe your favorite James Bond movie to me. She would say this.
0: Yeah. this I think, I think that because my, my parents got divorced my dad was the one who had cable. So I would see this movie on cable over there. It's like
2: linked to divorce. Yes.
0: And (laughs) I'm in his condo, which, you know, had a lot of rust colored furniture at the time. And he was kind of getting back in the game, not in a creepy way, but he was in his like Neo Burt Reynolds phase where he, he would wear business slacks and a vest and a tie, but then like a parka vest and cowboy boots and a cigarette. And it was like, wow. Like, um, Burt Reynolds and Hooper. Or something. I don't <laughs> have a problem with anything you just described. No, nor do I. No, you shouldn't. None of this is an it's indictment. Perfect. It is, a, it is a model to hold Park yourself up this. to, I guess.
1: This movie is like a long
2: distance dedication to our hearts.
0: That's true. <laughs> well, we're on all time mm. high.
2: <laughs> One of the things that about, so the, the, the aforementioned aunt and an uncle who I was at the house and watched this over and over again, uh, he was a, a amateur pilot, oh, and so oh he had boy. his own plane. Oh my god! And uh, an ultralight, mm-hmm. but these like basically looks like a kite that you sit in <laughs> and you fly. They're super dangerous. He had one. Uh, he had one of the ultralight, and then he, uh, but he loved this opening because of the i i in my childlike brain i thought the plane was fake right you know or yeah. like it was yeah. like a gadget like a cue gadget but he's like no that's a real plane and it was this and he had the history of it i don't remember any of it yeah but, you know like he he really made me love that part of it a lot
0: because they had tried to fit that plane into an earlier movie i, I can't remember why they
2: think that's cuba
1: when he says i'll meet you in miami
2: yeah
0: yeah and the castro thing because you're not going to get to Belize on that tank. But
1: that doesn't <laughs> From Belize to that Miami
0: doesn't explain him landing in what looks like the Bayou, like a gas station in Texas or very so true. that is yeah. very yeah. true. That's a yeah.
2: crazy moment. What yeah. do you
1: think of the um What do you think of the horse trailer? Love it. <laughs> what do you i'm just like curious about it's unimpeachable yeah (laughs) Uh, but i'm curious about the whole decision by q
0: branch been said about that horse trailer before (laughs) that horse trailer is unimpeachable i just like the decision
1: by q branch i just wonder if like the only way you can take that jet out into the field is in this q branch
2: issued horse trailer that's like that's the only that's launching the only way they station. Do it. Yeah, no, that, that's a custom job right there. That yeah, was, that was mission. That's right. Mission specific. Mission yeah, specific. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I thought Kubrick was like, you know, this is going to work out. We have this horse trailer.
0: <laughs> no way,
1: James. You're not going to believe this, but we, <laughs> this is ready to go. No, there's another one
0: of those with the back end of a motorcycle that comes.
1: <laughs> right. Right. I uh, really focus now on that horse's ass when it's when it's hard not to and i also like my brain imagined the people designing it who were just like okay how far do we go down with these legs do we need legs how far do do we just go thigh do we go to the quad do we break it at the knee I don't know. Even down. Bob, to the what sound do you effect? think? Bob comes over. He's like, "Well, you know, if you're up on some sort of stand and you're looking in, you're going to want a little bit of leg just in case if he's driving by like a guard shed." So I say we cut it right before the knee, and then they're like, "Well, well they made no, actually, the right choice. Save a lot of time."
0: Even down to the sound effect, you hear the gears ratcheting when oh, it goes up, oh. and it's just it goes and it goes up pretty fast. Yeah.
1: Just, they yeah. don't they don't milk it. There's nothing. Yeah, there's, nothing, yeah, there's so nothing about. This movie so far that I find questionable. I I believe it's, it's unimpeachable. <laughs> yeah, the movie it's delightful. Itself. Oh, actually, there is a thing we'll get to it
2: shortly. There, um, there's a few things. Yeah, Whoa, yeah. I, at the very beginning, why are the soldiers escorting him wearing parachutes
0: at all? I know
2: that's I a know. great question. Here's what I think okay.
1: these guys are too elite. Cuban paratroopers. No, I have an answer. Well, they don't who are there? Cuban either <laughs> who yeah, are no, there? They sure don't. <laughs> who are there for the um, air show, horse show? I think you're right. And they're gonna skydive.
0: They, oh. So when they show that hangar in the very beginning, there are troops doing drills, and for some reason they are the troops are drilling, running through the hangar, which makes no sense. But they've all got parachutes on as well, so they're probably gonna do some like parachute jump like a uh, formation thing I, I think I, oh yeah. I like this I mean yeah, like I, I don't like, like that we have to explain this for we're, the movie listen
1: but, but w- that's what we're here to do is explain we're, we're here to retcon everything into making sense yeah. well, but that that actually I'm satisfied with that yeah nice yeah. do
0: you ever feel like we're if we like a movie we take great lengths to justify yep. its flaws <laughs> and then if we don't we really <laughs> I don't we got a real Trump
2: I don't like, feel it perspective I know it this. yeah yeah, but that's How what liking things is all about to him oh kitty
1: uh, on, the is that a Defender 90 or a Defender 110? That Range Rover,
0: you're
1: asking me, yeah. I'm asking uh, the I, wrong I group I have of no people. no idea what you're talking about. Are you just gonna play the?
3: No, I, I hear it. it was
1: resonating, so. Oh, yeah. Sometimes my voice causes uh, banjos made in 1976 to do that. <laughs> the bicentennial um, banjo right that's what that giant thing on the back right. is. yeah yeah what
2: i like about this movie in general and i noticed kind of for the first time watching it again yesterday was all the improvisation that james bond goes through like he yeah. tries to blow it up mm. can't blow it up leads the heat sinking missile into to blow it up and then later on with the um the tiger uh, oh yeah Thing. and there's, there's yeah. lots of, and then and then going down the banister, like there's lots of things where he's like using the environment yeah. in ways that I really like. And I, I, like I don't Victor. remember that in other Roger Moores in particular.
0: When he gets busted putting the bomb in the nose cone of that plane, yeah, his mission's failed and right. he just doesn't even blanch like for right. a second, just oh well, on to the next thing. <laughs> like, it doesn't even <laughs> register to him that his he, we'll whatever way, he's then. supposed to do has failed. And I love right. that it's that missile. Like, this is the first time I started really watching kind of the practical effects of this and i feel like the way they did that missile sometimes is they tied a launched like pyrotechnic on a string to that plane and it looks like it's just dragging it behind oh. otherwise i don't know how they're doing that half the time that that one was the first time i noticed and then also here's a gloft this is uh, a gorley's lookout so for this dumb. i'm here to witness this, this is exciting. When they show a shot from inside the hangar of the little jet coming towards the hangar, it's a full-on prop plane with two big engines on the wings, like not even trying to disguise the fact that it isn't that little thing. Oh just for a God. second. Oh no no, no. Yeah.
1: you're incorrect. It's a fiber shell. it's a fiberglass shell cast from that jet. It was found about 10 years ago it had been brought over to a junkyard in Long Beach this uh thing what do you mean the jet you're talking about the are you talking about the little jet that no. goes through the
0: thing no i'm talking when they shoot oh, from inside God. no no i know oh, that thank God, yeah that's the one thank they God. drive by on the back of a jeep okay thank yeah. you yeah no, <laughs> when there's a Such shot a from a inside the hangar when you see up in the sky that the plane's heading toward the hangar you're looking from inside the hangar oh, okay it's just you just see the very front of the plane and there's two like <laughs> engines on it
1: you know what i'm no, gonna do I, I i'm gonna look out well. for that
0: you should I'm really gonna look out for that. Yeah, that's copyright, exciting. trademark. Uh,
1: the, um, the when that tr- when the when the jet is here's my question on that plane, and I'm sure we have an answer somewhere. What is the what is the effective range of that plane? The, it, I can't really see a spot for much of a gas tank, and yeah. you're well, running a jet engine. Right. I know he runs out of gas, <laughs> but like, <laughs> that's right. my real question is like, yeah,
0: no, it's handled. could he it's get to Miami?
2: <laughs> no. Uh. <laughs> Maybe not, but who knows? But I mean, he can't after doing all the maneuvers. Well, yeah, yeah of yeah. course, he's going
1: full throttle, yeah. and then he brings that heat-seeking missile into that oh. hangar and blows it up. I also so. wonder, by the way, did the horse show continue?
0: I probably <laughs> not. I think the horse <laughs> was got it was, that was a
2: lot. That was a big
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah, I know. <laughs> the smile on Bond's face when the car pulls forward. And he's just kind of like got that grin with the M16. Oh, yeah. That's so good. This is why I think this is John Glenn's best movie because I actually noticed a lot of like well-framed shots that would then reveal something else. And there's a
2: really... Good, bad, one of those. Yeah, on the train later, but uh, we'll get to that one. Oh, we'll get to it. Is it with a gorilla? <laughs> yes, the climbing up. God, I know a lot exactly of framing, mean. which makes no sense. I know, oh, I God. know. You're
0: absolutely right. It only makes sense if you are watching from that complete angle. Sure. Yeah, if
2: the villain is the camera. That's
0: right. <laughs> but he doesn't pull like there isn't any pigeons double take type of thing in this. Nothing no. that wacky. Well, he
2: kinda, when he can
1: command a tiger.
0: Is it oh and there is the Tarzan yell that's that's, oh,
1: yeah. that's it it literally is yeah. Johnny Weissmuller's yell yeah yeah
2: it's i think that's it was when I learned what ADR was. Yeah, <laughs> <'Cause> you <laughs> that was hear that T so clearly, and, in and, it, and it sounds like a. Com- it sounds like in a room. Yeah, not in a jungle. <laughs> yeah,
0: that is a big fall to the Bond movies. Their yeah. ADR their ADR
2: department is not great. Yeah, it has
1: it, it only recently has started to get a little bit better, and they've only recently changed up who they've been using for the voices. Because <laughs> every other every background person who has no voice for like the first five movies is the same guy. Yeah, that <laughs> voice is the same guy. Um, this all time high. Rita Coolidge song.
2: Where do you fall on this, Roman? I mean, it is certainly catchy. It's been yeah. in my head since we've been talking about mm-hmm. this. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like this.
2: I don't care for. I it. love it. I mean, I know I'm in the it, minority. It just seems, uh, to me, it it I, I can't. It's the Sin Quan on. It's like it's the, mm-hmm. the it is the James Bond theme yeah. in my head. Yeah. So they all compare and like with the guys in the suits like swinging around the naked women mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and yeah. the opening. Like, yeah, it was super embarrassing to me as a kid. I hated. <laughs> watching it with um other people or even not your with other people uncle. sure yeah, it just drove me crazy there's but many, many imagine, an embarrassing opening.
0: imagine <laughs> you're 43 years old newly divorced it's 1983. you've for the first time you got what might be your new regular lady over and there's some kind of macrame thing hanging on the wall and this song comes on you've lit up a cigarette because that's still fine and this song You wouldn't even question it. You'd just go, I didn't know I needed it until I heard it. (laughs) And there it is. I just ask that people listen to it in a proper context. That's all I ask. (laughs) It's what, you know, that's all you have to do. You should walk. The best songs involve you walking a little bit toward them. They shouldn't just give you everything you need right Right. away. And then you've done a little work and it feels like a team effort. And suddenly there you have it. You have to walk walk pretty far. (laughs) to (laughs) this. that's fair that's fair but i will argue the longer the walk the greater the payoff the greater the drink of water and what a tall drink of water
1: it's about the journey yeah um so this movie we kick off with the plot of this film with uh 009 uh-huh. running right. from uh swordsman knifemen
3: uh,
2: knife throwers.
1: knife throwers yeah, yeah. I feel like that doesn't really... I feel like they're very good with knives, even not throwing them. You know, I feel like they have skills. They could probably carve a bar of soap up real nice. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) The SNES song goes out to Mr. Matt Gorley. There's a fire. your dad wants you to know he still loves you, <laughs> oh. and your mom too.
0: there's a fire. there's probably some malt liquor somewhere <laughs> it's just soft, Roman, do people tell you like they find your voice very soothing? yeah,
2: yeah uh, you think is this the equivalent uh, this to my is voice? the
0: same kind of velvety yeah ah. Uh.
1: It gets very strange
0: I've told this story before, but um, I will play the song for Amanda, and she will sing it back in her lyrics because she can't remember our, we're an all time high can't take my hotel away <laughs> I didn't mean to rail those are that, better no, those are
1: better lyrics no honestly.
0: no <laughs> no
2: that like that I conceptually I get. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, what, what I, I think that the theme matches the the Bond girls in this. They yes. seem much more in control. Right. And they're like sweet distraction. You're James Bond is the plaything to the women That's in right, this, Yeah, in this movie.
0: They've got an elegance in this movie that mm-hmm. this song also might have. <laughs> might. I don't know.
1: Um Is the, it
0: are you pausing right now because you're still lost in the luster of that beautiful? Cloudy. Song. You know what? I'm
1: lost. I'm lost in the uh, sweet, sweet sounds of an alto
0: saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs>
0: Is there ever a better resolve to any song in human history? And I'm going pre-recorded history too. <laughs> like just one that's ever been played yeah. into the ether, regardless of instrument. Yeah, that's the payoff. If you've walked so far to get to that song, and then you get to that end, and then you just you never question anything again. I think. All right, I'm ready to leave this behind.
1: Well, you know, man, I want to talk about 009. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I, I I always feel like we don't address it enough, but uh, MI6 loses some great people along the way.
2: 009 is one of them. Yeah, presumably, yeah. And uh, I don't know if he was so great.
1: <laughs> okay, <No. laughs> that's, it's fine. I get that you're saying that, but he was a 00, and he... No, uh, he
2: really does confuse the 00 i
1: know yeah with he's, his license to kill and yet he does not
0: but i will say this for him killed. he's got a knife in the back and he still manages to make it to the british ambassador and bust through his doors his french doors yeah. and get that egg it's the last thing he'll do he gets that, that egg. he dude. does
2: he's committed to his task yeah. a fabergé egg but he's he's you know he's running and fighting skills i am not yeah. on board
0: he's in clown shoes at this time or no and, he is yeah, in clown yeah, shoes yeah guys I, mean, I think it's, it's time we give 009 a bit of a break
1: not only is it <laughs> difficult to run in clown shoes from uh, uh an expert knife thrower but it's also <laughs> hilarious <laughs> two expert shoes are throwers. so big yeah that's right a team <laughs> of brothers
0: he's also got a balloon attached to him two, f- yeah, 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 at yeah i two. think
1: that's to be more visible to the people who are throwing knives at you could be yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that That, this, that is a, It's like when you pass a tour group Holding up an umbrella Yeah
2: <laughs> The composition of the shot When he falls And the egg comes out And then there's one balloon Coming from his yeah. hand Really nice It's nice,
0: nice huh It's really good That's what I'm saying Like John Glenn I think he took a little time With this one mm-hmm. or something that yeah. I guess he's still new In his tenure So he actually is trying
1: um, This is the first Non-Bernard Lee uh, No That we've Oh for your not, eyes only For your eyes only is Yeah Alright forget it then i miss bernard lee i do <laughs> is plan. what i'm saying
0: robert brown
1: uh, uh robert brown whose autograph i got in one of those packs of cards you know really? james bond cards like they give you signed. i think i have mod adams too like like an octopusy, but just printed or no like they saw you know it's one of these like you buy a set of cards this was in the probably the late 90s early aughts it's probably early aughts but they released a set of cards and I also have a piece of... uh, I should give it to you. I have a piece of um, Christopher Walken's outfit. What? From View to a Kill. Which
0: outfit? Why is Uh, this the first time this (laughs) has ever come up? Explain yourself.
2: No surprises. (laughs) Uh,
1: I know. Uh, So, Matt, I was uh, very much into baseball cards uh, as a kid, and then even as as a teenager, even in high school and in college, I still collected baseball cards Uh, and then they would release these sets of james bond cards so obviously i was like i gotta buy a box of these james bond cards just Mm -hmm. see what's doing of course um and in them you know they'd have special inserts like one out of every 50 packs you'd get an autograph or something like that and i happened to get a good box had like three autographs and a couple of these uh i don't know if you're familiar but baseball cards now they'll have these things that are like usually uh game worn jerseys or bats right so you'll get like a little squa s- little square swath of a jersey like it could be like oh this was pedro martinez's game worn jersey
0: and it's for real it's not like it he can order it's a all... piece of
1: jesus's cross
0: no like... it's
1: not you can't it's not that it's okay. all certified by the card company and um yeah so i have i'm going to i'm going to what what outfit for you next his
0: gray suit I, I believe remember.
1: the yeah. uh is black so i'm assuming it's the finale suit the black suit that he's wearing on the um
2: holy shit
1: buddy it's coming your way wow. it's coming your way it's in a i have it i have it wow. literally in a in a jim dunlop in a vault? crybaby pedal box
0: <laughs> <laughs> that seems interesting okay wow that's exciting yeah all right and good. i
1: have robert his uh Robert autograph. Brown's autograph
0: yeah. is this Robert mm. Brown? I forget. I think I that, is, that that's correct.
1: Anyway, wow. back to this. Uh, James Bond is asked how much he knows about Fabergé eggs.
0: Well, we're also there's the sad money penny scene where they're like put in Penelope Smallbone, like it's clearly a replacement, and yeah. it just feels like money. Lois Maxwell knows this, and it just something doesn't feel right about that. It feels like putting her out to pasture or something, and I, I don't know. Do you guys get that yeah, sense when a, you watch? Oh, it? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah,
2: it's unpleasant.
0: Yeah, it really is. It's unnecessary. Like, if you're going to replace her, just have her gone, and then there's a new one. But don't make her train your replacement. Like It's Mm. one thing in MI6 if that would happen. I know, but not in the Bond movies. It just feels... I don't know. It doesn't feel it. She does
2: seem like she has an odd job to have an assistant, though, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean... assistant's
1: assistant. She's obviously tenured. She's obviously got her pension locked up. Right. right. She's probably making way more than any other secretary in the building. (laughs) So So they're like, listen... Money, Penny. We're going to get you a little help. But really, she's just training a replacement who's going to work for much cheaper. But
0: mm-hmm. it's clear that they think this is Roger Moore's last film because even they were screen testing who James Brawlin or Sam Neill for this Sam movie, Neal. I can't remember. So clearly they thought, well, this is also Lois Maxwell's last film. Next time we'll have this girl in. But then Roger Moore comes back for another and then Penelope Smallbone, where'd she go?
1: She didn't work out. She doesn't return, does she? No, she doesn't. What if she like married 005?
2: Hmm. That'd be nice. Yeah. I was pretty good with the tone of it until she does kind of a, a, a sigh when he leaves the yeah. room. And I'm like, oh, come on. They yeah, both do. I know. I, they could, it's beautiful. They could have eye-rolled through that one. And yeah. It would have been a better... It would have landed. Oh, there. yeah.
0: Yeah. Because also, she kind of, in the beginning, feels a little like almost, I'm not going to be that right. fawning right. type. Yeah. But yeah. then she is. James yeah. Bond wins over everyone. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got the Faberge egg. Faberge egg. We're on track to make this Maybe just as long as we have. So but, yeah. but we I, have I, uh, I, one of my I favorite blocked elements. Blocked off the entire day. <laughs> one of
1: my favorite elements in a
0: James Bond movie. <laughs> I'm do a two-parter, Nicholas Nickleby. <laughs>
1: is uh james bond encountering an expert in whatever it is he's going to on a mission for and And then knowing way too much about the thing
0: does this guy strike you as he does this both with bond and M when he kind of like he pauses like looks them at them a little too long and then kind of gives them a tender like all right like he's almost (laughs) romantic with them in a way or something i don't know
1: he seems to be the most friendly expert that mi6 has at their disposal yeah i agree with that like he really like i feel like him and james probably have had drinks together yeah outside of the auction yeah so hmm. he's great he's very british is he the most british person in the movie Hmm.
2: i mean there's a lot of on location so maybe yeah, yeah.
1: all right he gets the award
0: really yeah, I guess probably. It's almost always goes to the expert. It
1: always it should. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're always a uh, you know they're always... He's Jim? Is that his name? Yes, he is Jim, Jim? which I James. thought, was, I thought interesting. That was funny too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know he goes I mean, by James.
2: Right? But yeah, exactly. But that that being called Jim knocks him down a little bit on most British,
3: don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> that's true.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I think you just can't I think once I think they have a standing rule in, in England. That when James Bond is in the room, you he are you are Jim. <laughs> if your name is James and James Bond walks yeah. in, you immediately are you have to go yeah. by Jim. He has
0: James primacy. Yeah, everyone else is demoted to Jim, Jimmy, or Jaime. <laughs> <laughs> James Prime.
1: Uh, okay, so the plot to this movie. We're kicking it off in a fun way. He's got to get the hold of this. He's got to figure out what's going on with this. It's not even a mission. Faberge egg, right? It's just he's just going to get some information. Recon
2: is really weird. Yeah,
1: but it's also probably. I bet the auction house is close to his house, so he's like, "Ah, you know what? Mm -hmm. M, I'll take care of this on my way home." So he goes to the auction.
0: I love this property of a lady. Yeah. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) we just just quietly
1: think about it. We're all just like. Yeah. What was going through your movie. two
0: heads in that moment of silence? Because <laughs> for me, it was. Oh, like... I
1: was thinking of the um, how you get a seat at the horseshoe.
3: <laughs> yeah. As that's what the... I was thinking. Yeah. I
1: was yeah. like, do you like, are you like a pre qualified bidder? So then you get to go and sit at the horseshoe?
2: That's a valid I think thought. Jim, that's Jim's seat. Yeah. He's got
1: season
0: tickets. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> he does. What were you thinking during that pause?
2: I was thinking why it said property of a lady. It really wasn't octopusy. It implies it. You're talking about. Yeah. You're starting to. you yeah. starting to thread octopusy into this, but it's not hers. Whose She's coronation still... is that thing about? Is that Queen Elizabeth? Or no, it's no, Russian. No, no it's, it's Russian. Russian. So uh, it
0: be, yeah, like a tsarina or something. Yeah.
2: I mean the the connection is so Orloff. I'm gonna try to explain this. Orloff is stealing things from the Russian archive. Vault. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Taking them to get a fake forgery made, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Leaving them in the vault Mm -hmm. and then sell, and then Octopussy sells them Mm -hmm. essentially and then funds his mad effort to start nuclear war. Yeah.
1: By the way, I don't know how much it costs him.
2: This whole plan.
1: I feel like as a general, you're already in charge of troops. Really. Ultimately, I don't know what you have to pay for to get this done.
2: Right.
0: Well, obviously it's, Worth it because he's doing it. So he's figured out <laughs> a There's way.
2: Lots of motivation uh, ups that not. Yeah. It's really hard to figure out. He's I, motivated by what yeah. in this movie?
0: I was thinking during that pause how Quantum of should have still been called Property of a Lady, and they made it make it more about that necklace of hers. Oh, you know, because it's we're a all Fleming title. Very different
1: thing. I know. <laughs> that's what you were thinking. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing because that's was, a was Fleming that in the title. What? Was that in the running? Wait, I don't wait. know. Oh. But
0: that is one of the unused Fleming titles from a short story, Property of a Lady. Oh, okay. Um, but I would have loved to have seen that. But yeah, I went away for a bit. Um,
1: <laughs> well, now you're back.
0: Orlov, that plan, and particularly that scene where he reveals his like war plan, that room, God, I right. love that room. I'm crazy oh, about beautiful. that room. I have a it's insane a
1: Myra lookout for
0: this Oh, in that room. Okay.
1: <laughs> Uh, the way that General what is his name General who
0: Berkov or or, or Orlov the bad guy or Gogol Gogol the The way that
1: General no the way that General Gogol is sitting, he has his legs, damn near in a split. (laughs) (laughs) Like it seems like he's probably got very long legs as is anyway. Like he probably is a short torso gentleman. Yeah, I get it. I'm reverse. I have a long torso, very short legs. He is doing a spread. I wish you could pull it up because it is. It looks to be so uncomfortable. Like I don't know if he has like a, a, some sort of uh, back problem he's dealing with. Wow! But he is spread. He uh, easily four and a half feet.
0: I have little. I need little reason to watch this movie again and that maybe that's oh, enough right it. there.
1: Like yeah. it's a four and a half foot spread. And then when the table when the when the when the uh, floor and the table start moving, table. Oh, yeah. so he yeah. really is oh. like just bracing.
0: Between himself. his po- his seat <laughs> seated um but also Orlov, the way he walks this is like a, he does this thing, but he does this like, Nixon thing, like, where he's doing kind of like Totally. This like, <laughs> monster mask yeah. or something. It's like they're trying to out,
2: like, dominate each other. With I don't oh, know. Yeah. Any, I like my favorite is when he gets yelled at and he slunches.
0: Oh, I know, I know. And he pouts like a child. <laughs> he he's like,
2: so a, good. oh good. He, he we, yeah, we've gone he, on, on. This guy and looks on. so much like Vladimir Putin. It's crazy. Mm-hmm.
0: Burkoff. Yeah. yeah. Victor Maitland. Victor Maitland. That's yeah. what I think of when I yeah, see him. Yeah, me too. He's barely comp. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. Decadence. Oh, God.
1: At most, 17 armored
0: divisions. (laughs) 17 armored divisions. It's like he looked at his script and went, I'm going to double my screen time.
2: (laughs) By the way, way I do this. Uh, He does a syllable count just to make sure. (laughs) It's
1: really something. It's a great villain performance. Mm -hmm. It's a really fun sort of over-the-top German general. I mean, uh, Russian general. It's like...
0: It's delightful, <sighs>
1: oh, it's but so that good. room's beautiful. And the room is beautiful. It's gorgeous.
0: That I do. Love. It's it's Peter Lamont, but I feel like he's really channeling Ken Adam with that because he typically didn't kind of go all that mid-century style as much. But it's so good.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. I love the uh, secretary that's just in there.
0: Doesn't it seem For to like
1: this is one? Do of they the, need a phone in that room? I don't know. Sure, they do. It's I'm a war saying. room. Wouldn't they have like, oh, like a some sort of, I don't know. I just the idea of like a secretary with a computer, yeah, taking notes or whatever, just seems yeah.
0: Well, she's more of a receptionist. Yeah, really, else. what yeah. she
1: is is like their money penny somehow. Yeah,
0: yeah definitely. Yeah. This feels like the one of the more political Bond films, which they usually kind of don't do. It's usually that's why they had like smirsch or something to or specter specter so they could get away from making russia the bad guy and Mm -hmm. i know they take pains to make good russians as well as bad russians well he's really
2: the only bad one yeah that's true Gogol is like Mm -hmm. he's a renegade he's the one who actually defeats the villain in the end (laughs) (laughs) that's right (laughs) interesting so So, i mean i think they they threaded the needle quite nicely yeah that's true yeah
0: yeah um where are we I lo- well, we have
1: to go to
0: uh, oh, India. India, that's right. Yeah.
1: And we have uh, one of the most meta moments in the history of the James Bond franchise where
2: the James Bond theme is played for him. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he addresses it. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm of two minds of this. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I, I kind of think it's clever. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like there's some way to make that work in the yeah. world. I haven't quite closed the loop on how it works, mm-hmm. but. Um, but I also find it very objectionable. When well, if it's, done. you know, yeah. if
1: it's, if it's, if, say we're in the world, right, where that John Barry musical exists, that he, that that song came from. Oh, the Monty Norman one? Uh, but yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. The Monty Norman musical exists where that, 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 <laughs> that melody is from.
0: But that is, it and is. And it is Indian. Yeah, that's right. right.
1: So, theoretically, oh, wow. I'll retcon it for you, because that's what we do here at the James Bonding <laughs> Man, Podcast. That is
0: a deep cut retcon. Uh,
1: there. In my mind, I guess, to make it make sense that musical was a big hit mm-hmm. and uh he was just playing
0: that the house tune. of mr bizwas the
1: house ter- the house of mr bizwas but it still was a signal that's right yeah but i think maybe it was like you know when he right grabbed now. his for your eyes only papers he said you're going to be listening for the house of mr bizwas played by a snake charmer right
0: the dog on the other hand yes that's great okay but it it is going into that like super indulgent Pigeon double take John Glenn area of, you know. I agree. Resist it. I think Bond films are like what I'm told you should do when you dress, and that is look in the mirror and take off one accessory. And that's what a Bond film should do. They should take out one joke, you know, and that would be the one. I know that was a super solid analogy. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't need any explaining. But that would be the one I'd say maybe of all of them. Well, I don't know that Tarzan oh, no. yell's in the there Tarzan, too. The yeah, Tarzan yeah, yeah. yells This movie does have a couple of real offenses. Mm. <laughs> I would keep that one. Get rid of Tarzan. Yeah, you're probably. right. Oh, yeah. You're, yeah. no one's wrong. <laughs>
1: um, I mean, unless maybe one of the one of the one of the huntsmen uh, just has the uh, Tarzan. He's watching Tarzan, <laughs> uh, and he accidentally. Like he's going to turn to look for James Bond, but he accidentally hits volume up on the remote that he's.
0: This is a new segment they were <laughs> debuting. Matt, Matt goes to great pains to justify. Uh, yeah, really, things that should have been thought out more in the beginning. Yeah, sure. You, you. I'm, I'm here to,
1: I'm here to mattify. So
0: what is it? There's a hunter who's I'm, I'm got saying, a radio Okay, on. so
1: there's all obviously there's multiple. You know, you got Kamal, he's he's got an elephant. Yeah. Right. You've got his buddy there. He's got an elephant. I'm saying there's a third elephant, right? Uh And uh, they're all like, whose elephant saddle is the most elaborate, right? So one guy's like, well, mine's going to be most elaborate. I'm going to put in a television and a VCR. Wow. into mine right uh-huh. and <laughs> because
0: it has back seats for the kids and you've yeah it's a whole him. it's a whole thing uh-huh. i don't
1: know if yeah. he's on screen i'll have to go back and look okay. but my thought here is that he has pimped out his elephant saddle uh-huh. uh, as you do and uh he's watching a classic johnny weissmuller um Fr- uh, tarzan movie and at just it just so happens that at the moment right. that right Bond starts swinging on a vine. He accidentally like turns the volume <laughs> up really loud, uh-huh. uh, and then panics and starts to turn it down.
2: Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's that why makes we good hear sense. It. So yeah, it's actually it just uh
1: uh-huh. it's ambient sound. I mean, now
2: it. that you say it, yeah. Nothing else. Makes yeah, sense. it's impeachable.
1: It <laughs>
0: un-impeachable. <laughs> unimpeachable. Sorry. No, it's very impeachable. It's uh, almost required. That's literally yeah. the only I just
2: don't... I mean, I don't want to accidentally skip over the backgammon scene, which is probably my favorite oh, movie. Yeah, let's, I agree. Let's take a walk in the backgammon
0: Especially town. important, because Amanda and I just got a backgammon set, and two nights ago sat down for the first time to play it. Mm-hmm. And I realized... Because I played backgammon a bunch when I was a kid, but I realized... I have no idea how to play anymore. No. We, I'd had a gin and tonic or two, and I started reading the directions, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> I could not. I understand it to be a relatively simple game, but they were calling things stones and points and pips and dips, and I couldn't. I, it was like doing math, and I handed it to her, and I said, can you explain this? And we just couldn't get through it. So to be continued on backgammon, but I'm looking forward to it.
2: But the way he takes the dice... Yeah, and, uh, and says all on the wrist and says double sixes and doesn't look down oh. the whole time. Oh. oh, it's as cool as hell. I have that, that is, exact note so, in my notes. So good.
1: player's pl- privilege. And, oh. and he uses the other dice. It's it's really just as Bond as you can get. It's yeah.
0: one of the best table gaming sequences, and it's not even cards in a Bond mm-hmm. world. That It's so good.
1: It's so reminiscent to me of the the goldfinger situation where that guy where goldfinger has the the guy uh, being taken yeah yeah as the radio and knows what the other cards are Um, She was
0: listening to johnny weissmuller on that radio as well right
1: (laughs) (laughs) they all were (laughs) popular in the in that in the bond universe um but uh here's the thing guys i i couldn't find the information but Two hundred thousand rupees. I was wondering this myself. I, I, I the earliest I could get, as far as an exchange rate, uh, was nineteen ninety eight. Right, so I'm not hundred percent familiar with the economics of India. Oh, I am, but I will say this: <laughs> let's let's bring inflation into this. Let's do today's rupee value. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, that whole panic was over three thousand three hundred dollars
0: <laughs> by today's money yeah <laughs> so it would have been
1: I don't know I, I feel like there must have been an, a 500 a social, like there must have been an economic recession in India that was massive to devalue the rupee
0: yeah because you know it has to be hundreds of thousand dollars right? in this thing. oh I mean that's but it it's probably not <laughs> but he's staking that egg
2: as collateral too, I know he's right?
0: foolishly
1: overpaying yeah for that for that three thousand three hundred dollars Mm. Yeah, I just I had to look it up. I was like, but he's what?
2: staking the egg because he wants it to be stolen. Yeah. Because it has tracts. That's true. Does anyone
1: else want steak and
2: eggs? I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, sounds it sounds really great. Yeah. Um, Postmates it.
1: Yeah. So if it's I, I, if you listeners, you guys are uh, 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 a bunch of people that can get a lot of information and put it in a spreadsheet. We've a hive mind. This
0: is really good.
2: An at times ladies, threatening hive mind.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, if you... uh have a free moment and you can somehow get access to what a 1983 rupees value was, mm-hmm. I would uh, be forever in your debt. I'll be in your debt 100,000 rupees. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, Depending on the answer to this yeah. question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put an asterisk by that. Well, this, this actually reminds me of the of the auction scene itself, not to back, too mm-hmm. far away. It, um, him bidding and Jim being very yeah. upset uh, about yeah. it. Which it makes you wonder what kind of budget James Bond is allowed. Like, he's allowed to kill people. He's not allowed to spend 200,000 pounds.
1: Well, more. as James says, when they ask what he would have done yeah. if he won the auction, so would he would have, have said it was fight.
2: a fake. Yeah, yeah. he never intended he to pay for he it. Had,
1: yeah. He had to. Yeah, yeah.
0: He had to. I love that shot, though, where you see Jim's face and then the reveal. That's another John yeah. Glenn point there. Do we need to bump him up in our director's ranking? No. I might.
1: He's properly ranked.
0: Um, But that shot, and then it pulls back and you just see Bond with his little hand up.
2: Mm. (laughs) His little hand up. (laughs) up.
1: Um, Should we talk about Vijay?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Vijay's solid. He's He's
0: great.
1: He's great. The best athlete actor I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) He's so
0: charming.
2: I'm I'm unfamiliar with his his history, so he's a... He's a tennis uh,
0: tennis
1: champ. He's a tennis Has he done any
0: other acting? Hold on. I can't. And so
2: that's him. where all the tennis jokes are about. Yeah. yeah. That, he, would have, that would add a whole new depth. Yeah. Added, added new yeah, depth. Especially when he says thing. he's the pro at the club. And, right. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, so him. Have you learned anything? <laughs> 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 my, what does he say? Improve my something? Uh my backhand?
1: Yes. Yeah. And uh, the sound effects for the tennis oh. racket are.
0: Oh, I know. So They're good. the same as the rope breaking. It's insane. Wait, he's in Star Trek 4?
1: Oh, yeah, he is. He's on, he's the Saratoga captain, I believe. He, uh, oh, that's right. He talks with, uh, Earth about the fact that the probe has gone through the system and they're no longer able to move and they're probably going to die.
0: Let me give you some of his other credits Walker, Texas Ranger. Yes. And something called Fleshburn. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Is that it? That's, well, that's about, that's <laughs> worth remarking on. Yeah. Um, Interesting. I
1: forgot about him in Star Trek 4. Mm. That's great. I probably forgot about him last time also.
2: Oh, I now I really really like that. I like that. I like him even more. So you didn't know that he was a tennis no, pro. I mean, oh, I yeah. didn't really put that all together. Yeah,
0: he's a he's a fascinating guy.
2: Um I I do find it there's another on the edge of being too ridiculous when they're going through a linear chase in the streets <laughs> and they're hitting each other with rockets and you hear the sound effect and the yeah. people's heads are turning back, back and forth yeah. as if they're watching yeah. a tennis game. Yeah. That, that is, it's really, I don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That yeah, is sort of up there, right? Yeah. What are the they other referring to? One
0: And it's interesting too. They do a chase detour. Like he gets off the tuck tuck. Is this when he goes, or is that later when they go through like all the Indian cliches of the hot coals and the bed spikes and
1: that's that's later that's That's the that's the run when they're running from kamal that's right
0: hey rx bar is a whole food protein bar made with a few simple clean ingredients which all serve a purpose egg whites for protein dates to bind nuts for texture. You know, dates can
1: also unbind your digestive tract. And in the interest of full transparency, all the core ingredients are labeled right on the front of the package. No BS. They're perfect for breakfast on the go, a snack at the office, to
0: throw in your bag for a bike ride, a hike, traveling, anything.
1: Even if you're trying to stop Spectre, an RX bar is the best treat you can get. Better yet beyond the go-to snack that checks off a number of nutritional boxes, RX bars actually taste delicious.
0: With 11 delicious flavor varieties, all of which are gluten-free, by the way, soy-free, by the way, the way, dairy-free, by the way, and free of any added sugar, artificial colors, flavors, preservatives, or fillers, you can actually taste the cacao, cocoa, the real fruit, the spices like sea salt. Whether you're liking a sweet or savory chocolate or fruit flavors, there's an RX bar for you. No kidding. We eat these things here at the Gorley Lund home, and then a box just showed up on our doorstep because I didn't even know this was going to be a sponsor, and my wife just goes, What What happened? I I love these things. Why are they here? We eat these sometimes for, like... After dinner desserts, they're so good, but then they're healthy.
1: I eat the chocolate, sea salt chocolate one, oh. uh, quite frankly, six to eight times a week.
0: They're so good because they're sweet and then you get hit with a just a salt
1: lick. Oh, it's a big salt crystal too, which is my favorite thing in a food.
0: For 25% off your first order, visit rxbar.com slash bonding and enter promo code bonding at checkout.
1: That's rxbar.com forward slash bonding. Again, that promo code is bonding and get 25% off your first order of delicious foods. Seriously. Tell them,
0: matt sent you there's way to do that just talk to your computer yeah and these honestly are highly recommended i'm gonna eat one now so now we go to q yes. and we, we're gonna check in on Q's q has hands. moved
1: his entire operation, operation. Yeah. to india yeah, to help one agent but he
2: does say he is angry he, about he's it. angry about having to yeah. move except for he's working on very India-specific yeah. devices. Well, Very. Think, you know what they say. <laughs> Very.
0: When in New Delhi. Yeah. I'm going to give Q's hands a golden eye minus five. They're not particularly big in this, but he's got super long nails and heavy shakes. Our scale is... I, this is... I
1: can't believe you're going minus five. It's
0: unimpeachable.
1: <laughs> this is, for me, this is a golden eye minus two and a half. You think they're that big? yes. They're not eye sized by no, any means. I tried to pay attention, but I could not, I
2: did not see them very closely. Yeah.
0: It also depends how did on how you miss what, them. You they know, were all that was on screen. You got to take into account what kind of lenses they're using. Too. <laughs> it's so true. His hands require a wide angle lens to it, get it all in. It, his, The fact that they just
1: allowed him to not get a manicure. <laughs>
0: They're I'm not like, so sure he didn't get a manicure. You know
1: what? Those those nails are fine.
0: He might have had press on nails. It They're looks like long. he
1: does cocaine on every finger.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, this is the the movie where he more than any movie needs to have stillness to get that little transmitter with the thing, and his hands are just oh, shaking. in. I should
1: have paid attention. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Little, little tremor action. Yeah, there. but
0: also you get to see his hands literally under a magnifying glass in this one too, I so know. they look bigger than ever. So those that look might have been plus completing three your. There you
1: know huh those are golden eye plus three when he's under the microscope when he's under the magnifying glass it's a (laughs) golden eye plus three yeah um we got to talk about uh the liquid crystal television and james bond's decision to uh, get behind that camera yeah and uh are there is there a sound effect there i feel like
0: that's when you need that spring breaking (laughs) yeah that's
1: right
2: (laughs) uh I, I, as poor, you see that, I can imagine it. That is poor, the thing. Yeah. That poor yeah, that's like, like the braces. jaws braces. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Yeah, the
0: Mandela effect. You you want a sound effect there? Yeah. <laughs> At
1: least he gets called out for childish <laughs> because, antics. Yeah, yeah. Adolescent so that antics. makes it okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Adolescent antics. At the, yeah, adolescent.
1: Antics. Um. <laughs> so what is he given in this scene? He's given a the pen. pen. Yeah,
2: with
0: the. Does he use that pen. He does to get out of. Oh his right, palace. right, right. It's right, a very right. important right. gadget. And the radio receiver too. Mm-hmm. And then he gets. Which, to
1: by the way, pen. I have no clue as to how he. I mean, I'm not sure how that works. Does the red move to where? What direction it's in? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I love the look of it. Whenever it's near, um, I haven't figured it out. Homing devices are a mystery.
2: Yeah, but I think it. I think you. You. You're, Pointing towards it, okay, and then you point yourself towards right. it, and then you walk closer, and then maybe it blinks more
1: when you get closer Let's to say it. So, but you're also That's assuming
0: that sense. the production knew. But I think Correct. they just what were like, I, put some dials what on. I don't get
2: is why the radio transmitter works yeah. over a great distance, mm-hmm. but somehow is stymied by a hairdryer in some <laughs> other room. <laughs> Listen,
1: as we all know, uh, these palaces, the wiring is not
0: great. No, that was built completely on the fact that if you turn on a hairdryer in that day, your TV would fritz, because I remember that. My sister was always drying her hair, and my TV would go crazy. Yeah, but you were all plugged into the same electrical That's true. Bed. Yeah. Yeah, right. Good. Good major point there.
1: It's the equivalent of like, um, it's like being in a... Uh, in a stadium and you try to use your phone and everyone's phone doesn't work because everyone's Does that really on the same antenna
0: that shows how much i've been in a stadium sure. since cell phones
1: <laughs> 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 yeah unless they have boosters in there which
2: more and more they're having them now but yeah. at fenway
1: park it's real hard to
2: get a signal but i think this is a good i think this is a pretty solid collection of gadgets if you don't if you count the crocodile submarine
1: yeah i agree oh i count it
2: yeah, and I mean, he's not giving it in the moment. Right. Sure. <laughs> It'd be great if yeah. just sure. like, he just pulled it over his shoulder. Uh-huh. Uh,
1: I like the um, I like the fact that Q comes out to help.
0: This Bond film hits all, all the good sweet spots because you also got like an army coming in at the end, but there's a twist. Mm-hmm. It's Lady Acrobats. You've got good gadgets, good allies, two villains. Interesting, yeah.
2: Hmm. Yeah, the villain. But in... The villain. I don't. I'm, I, I. The villain is an interesting villain. Kamal. Yeah, just yeah. like I I. A. I can't figure out what he's after. Um, right. Why he helps the Russian? Yeah. What is he after? Money. Yeah, but he can print. In the end, yeah. he can print his own money. Yeah. Like he just comes it to her and says, "Like we'll up. print millions. <laughs> what is he doing? He kind. Of, he's the lackey, frocked pussy, somewhat. Right. Yeah. But how? Um, but
0: then he turns on her. That's
2: that. That's fine. That makes what sense. is his necessity
1: there? I don't know. Who needs him? The general needs him to... Because Octopusy doesn't know the jewels are being replaced by a bomb. Yeah. So...
0: This is where we always get into trouble when we try to figure out the plots of these movies.
1: <laughs> you know, I felt like this was a very cut-and-dry plot in that there was a general who got involved in this jewelry smuggling ring that he wasn't involved to fund with, his uh, to fund his thing his only so that he war. could
2: eventually blow up a nuclear bomb that yeah. would look like a but what each bomb. person especially what kamal khan gets out of it i don't understand that's a good question why he wants to blow up uh, west berlin <laughs> yeah
0: if the bond movies have a knack it's for making you at first like viewing not question why certain people have no motivation or that are like he exists as a plot device almost
2: and um, maybe he's using all the he's like taking a little bit of that jewel money to make those counterfeit plates and he's been saving up for his investment of his new criminal enterprise or something maybe
1: that's why maybe he needed to meet the person who makes the jewelry because those are the only people who can engrave the plates Mm -hmm. (laughs) right because, you know, no, they no. they work with intricate things all the time. I'm sure they can... Right. they can need a referral. They can engrave a plate. <laughs> like Yelp.
0: And the the egg changes hands so many times, whether it's the real one or the fake one. I do lose track of that. I still don't point. know where we're at, by yeah. the way. I also love when Magda steals the egg from him in their special... What do we call it last time? Overnight? We had a term for, for the sleepovers. What is it? Uh... I don't remember. I don't remember either. But her mirror logic is really strange. So she, <laughs> she sees, she's looking at herself in the mirror, and she's taking the egg, and he comes up behind her. So she hides it behind her hands, and you see this being shot from the mirror. Then she turns around to him and puts it behind her back to hide it from him, but it's in full <laughs> view in the mirror. She right. actually exposes it to him.
1: Well, you know how confusing it gets. Like, when you're looking at a monitor... And, you're, and you're, yeah. you're trying to fix your hair, mm-hmm. and you don't know which side your hand is on. All of a sudden, because it's not mirrored, it's yeah. I think mm-hmm. that was where her brain
0: was. But this is, yeah. I think, another it was example. Her experience like... with monitors. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is like the gorilla it was her shot. TV
1: hosting that really got her confused.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I I want to track this egg because he was at the thing. A, I was amazed that you can touch the Faberge egg yeah. oh, in the auction. I know. Yeah. But I, mean, I think at the horseshoe you can do it. But just like, even just wear gloves or something. Right. Sure, like, you know, sure. Right. But, but okay, so he takes it. That's the real one, right? He takes the real he one. He takes the real one. He yep. replaces it with the fake one. Yes. So he has, so the, real he has the real one. Now he has the real yeah. one, yep. Now Q puts the the stuff mm-hmm. in the real one. hmm She steals the real one. When they crush an egg later on, the the little tracker comes out. So when they crush it, they're crushing, they're the, real crushing the real one. <sighs> I agree That's with that. heartbreaking. Yeah, that logic is sound. Mm. So, so she steals the real one, but he doesn't care. How he the wants real her to take it?
1: How the real one has a magnetic uh, horse coach in there? I don't know.
0: What happens to the fake one? The fake Kamal one. Kamal gets it.
1: The He's fake, the he, no. The fake one is is returned to MI six.
0: Why? Where?
1: When? Right at the end of the movie. Oh my god! We'll oh. need the egg back,
2: right? But that would be the real oh, one. Oh, it's gifted,
1: right? It's uh, M gives it to General... Uh, no,
2: that's the star. Like, they're talking about the star. on yeah. That's right. Yeah. Where they is took the it, real They one? took it out of the of the bin of jewels. The
0: Russians say, hey, can we have that back? And they mm-hmm. say, yes.
2: Yeah, but they don't give it to him, give it to him. So the egg is where? I don't know. So, so Kamal, then, he bid on the fake one, got the fake one after he bought it. Yes. At auction. So he has it. Yep. James Bond has him steal the, the real one that has the transmitter. I think it's crushed.
1: No, it's not. Why? No, it is.
0: <laughs> it's not. I was, is I was thinking. Is it for sure that 009 brings in the fake one or he doesn't have the real one in the first place? Like, has, is, is the one in the auction actually the fake one because Orloff has succeeded is, in getting um, the fake um, one to um. sell? Or is he selling the real ones or the fake ones?
1: He's selling the... Oh, man. Wait.
0: Right now, he's there are people that know this. He's selling Those. the real
1: ones. He's he's putting the fake ones into the vault. And he's selling the real ones at auction. Which is such a stupid plan. Because at the end of the day, they're yeah. going to go, Wait yeah, a second, they're this is being sold. Toy. I better go in, down and check it. Oh, yeah. do you think they're just going to go, and, Oh, it's there. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. I'm going to read the plot. No. No? No. Why? It's going to take hours. It's only a full four paragraphs. (laughs) I just want the egg part. While trying to escape from East... Blah, 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 Dressed as a circus clown and carrying a fake Fabergé egg. Right. So it's the fake one. Yeah. Yeah, he's found the fake. MI6 immediately suspects Soviet involvement and after seeing the real egg appear at an auction in London, sends James Bond to investigate and find out the identity of the seller. Bond is able to swap the real egg with the fake egg and engages in a bidding war with Afghan pr- prince. I forgot he's a prince, Me forcing too. Khan to pay five hundred thousand for the fake egg. All right,
1: which isn't a problem because he obviously prints money.
0: Bond permits Magdus <laughs> to steal the real Faberge egg fitted with listening and tracking devices by Q. So you're right so far. Okay. After Bond escapes from his room, he listens in on the bug in the Fabergé egg and discovered that Khan is working with Orlov, a Soviet general who is seeking to expand Soviet control into Western Central Europe. After escaping, blah, 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 uh-huh, okay, um, uh, I'm already lost again.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But the egg that is crushed has a radio transmitter. That's got to be the real egg. That's the real egg. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty,
0: hmm. pretty tragic. I think pretty that's tragic. the thing we're all saddest yes. about here, probably. Right? It's that egg. All right. So then we get to meet Octopussy. Octopussy. Now it's interesting that they do a whole scene with her and you don't see her face, and it's like they're harkening back to Blofeld or something. Like mm. she's the mastermind or something. I think that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. And a heavy set of ADR on
2: that. Scene I too. don't know if I completely grasp the backstory of her father. Would one of you like to? Okay. <laughs> <tell me>? Yeah. <laughs>
0: He was a smuggler of sorts, or a spy, and Bond went to catch him, and he gave him 24 hours to get his affairs out of like some kind of gentlemanly honor, Mm -hmm. and rather than come back and be imprisoned, he kills himself. And she is grateful. Just that he gave him the honor, or like, yeah, the (laughs) honorable way of going out. So when she said,
2: um, give him an honorable way out, I thought... That implied that James Bond killed her dad rather than him commit suicide. That I, I just I I,
0: oh, I thought it fl- gave him the opportunity
2: yeah. to kill himself. Kind of like like
0: with like Didn't Rommel do that in World War Two? They hmm. they said like you're a distinguished commander, but you've also screwed up in Hitler's eyes. So now you got to kill yourself. They talk about this in Godfather too. That's right. <laughs> Like you just, in the Romans, you go in the bath and you open your veins.
2: Right. So that's the honorable, that's yeah. the honorable choice that he gave. Yeah. I see. And so she's grateful for it. <laughs> I guess.
0: <laughs> They're tied together. Yeah, she has some strange motivations too. And also well, when I she mean, she's asks also him.
1: also circus folk.
0: That's true. She's a carny essentially. <laughs> when she asks him to stay, for a week while she's going to Europe, just like, by the way, last minute, <laughs> I got to go to Europe for a week. Why don't you stay and I'll, we'll pick up I when we like left? I
2: feel like that just harkens to another era. It does. Know, like, of just arriving on stagecoach. Yeah. You know? And You're right. Just like, I think that's just that's old fashioned. But I he
0: think. says, I I may not be here. And she just turns on She's pissed. Did you, like, oh, no, that's when she wants him to go along with the plan.
1: Yeah. She but, wants yeah. him to like, she's like, hey. You're pretty cool. Uh, would you like to be a cool circus clown <laughs> and work with us?
2: And, but yeah. he 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 references like I serve the country, I serve the crown, mm. and then yeah. she goes, "Well, you're not better than me."
0: Yeah, she that, really though yeah. like gets super defensive on that. Well, right? I mean,
1: because I think as the back of the VHS
0: box says, <laughs> she is the queen of the octopus. of the octopus cult. Called, yeah.
2: She, she <laughs> so probably, she feels like her crown she should be worth loyalty something that's over right. all things. Yeah.
0: But next, chronologically, is when they go to dinner
2: and eat the sheep's head. So, okay, so this reminded me a lot of India. Just yeah, do, and it's a year before that. It's a year before that. Yeah. Was this a thing like that? Was it to scare uh, people into foods? weird... foods? I think, yeah. It's like if it's because another like, country... Okay, so here's the thing about India. Mm-hmm. It is known for probably having the greatest cuisine in all the world. <laughs> yeah. in many uh-huh. In
3: many
1: ways, the... Most popular cuisine in London <laughs> is Indian. How yeah,
2: did, how did this happen? What is this about?
1: I don't know. I will say this though. Uh, when
2: he,
0: <laughs> if you want the blunt truth, yeah.
1: When he I, eats I, I the uh, right. the eye, there's a tiny part of me that's like, it that doesn't look that bad. I'd, I'd try it. I'd be like, I'm like, I'm like, I bet that tastes just like a hard boiled egg. Yeah, and I'm, I bet I'm wrong.
2: It's the wrong. I, maybe I don't know how they prepare the sheep's head, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the eye-eye is a really tough. It's a tough thing mm-hmm. to eat. Mm-hmm. I've never eaten one, but I've dissected one before. Yeah, sure. me too. And it and it It's like plastic
0: almost. Yeah. Right? But it do you would,
1: think if you like boiled it for a real long time? Maybe.
0: Yeah, it does feel like it's egg like that an eye would yeah. have a certain amount of liquid in there, but this this version he's eating is like an egg, like a hard-boiled egg. Yeah. I
1: love that he goes for it. Yeah, I love that they're like, but it's it's somehow gross. Take a bite out of it.
0: Watching him eat it, he just throws the whole thing in there. Because even when he's speaking, it sounds like he's eating. Yes, It's <laughs> <Yeah. He> just <laughs> got <laughs> a <laughs> weird <laughs> But I just love that one of the first lines in the meal is the souffle can't wait like we got to get to eating because we've got a souffle time well
1: you have to time that i know it's like when you go to a restaurant they they say say, the dessert takes a while would you like to put the order in now and then you're like under so much pressure to like not eat too much during the meal but
0: there's a lot at stake right now and he's worrying about the souffle that's just classic. but they only
2: take two bites this is i get really i i i I must have went through these periods that traumatized me of not having enough food when i was Mm. growing up Uh uh-huh when they waste food in TV shows and movies I get really upset my wife does the same thing she cannot handle it it really bothers me I
1: sometimes think about food while I'm watching a television program or so like I'll watch an episode of like All in the Family or something and Archie will have like a sandwich brought to him and I'll just think about that sandwich and I'll be like that sandwich looks really good and I'm like and I think like oh by now that sandwich is oh you can't eat that sandwich it's 45 years old (laughs) If that sandwich was around now, it wouldn't be good.
0: It's in the Smithsonian next to his <laughs> next <laughs> chair. to his chair.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then, like the other thing too, like the thing I've, I think the thing I've most wanted to eat from the history of movies is either the pizza that comes out of the hydrator in Back to the Future Two, mm. or the pizza that is brought to Kevin McAllister in Home Alone Two. These mm. are both sequels, and they both have excellent looking pizzas that I think about. <laughs>
0: weekly oh really i want to get shot in the face with one of those guns from Bugsy malone where it's just that cream puff do you know what i'm talking about that they they it's a kid gangster movie and they shoot tommy guns that shoot like cream puffs Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, like just mm -hmm. whipped cream or something and that's what kills people in that movie but you know i I don't know what i'm talking about
1: (laughs) i guess i guess my question was just like what meal in a movie was the most appetizing looking to you? Mm, I don't know. Cuz this is by far the least appetizing.
2: This is it's pretty unappetizing. Yeah. Although Indiana Jones is probably yeah, the most. Yeah. Unappetizing. Chilled yeah. monkey
0: brains.
1: Sometimes like in Hook I'm kind of into what they're eating that yeah. colored uh
2: yeah. slop. Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
0: Huh.
2: I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite. I just I know I have ones where like even the opening um the theme of louis that he throws away it uh, hey, yeah. just drives me crazy wow. I, I get really upset by that yeah
1: <laughs> I, I, you know i every weekend i would go to that same pizza place and eat that eat a slice of pepperoni mm. that was what i would do in new york because oh. they were open till four in the morning and oh. i would land and then i would be like
0: hmm, i'll get a slice i could eat some pizza it right
1: was now. a nice walk a lot of pizza talk <laughs> welcome to pizza talk i'm matt
0: <laughs> i'm matt i'm roman <laughs> clank's here time.
1: Bond clack, goes
0: click and clack. up to his room and jokingly asks Gobinda for a nightcap. But I would love to actually see that if those two... To are, see the nightcap? Yeah.
1: <laughs> what do you think? It, what, what have you got up there, right?
2: I think this is the first time I heard the word nightcap. And I don't even know if I fully understand it now. To
1: me, it's still <laughs> the hat that Scrooge wears. Exactly. That's a nightcap.
2: I'm on it. I just don't get its it. Is it... Is it is, is it just drink that's I yeah. is is important? A oh, yeah. I think we're going to cap the night off with a beverage.
0: In the sense averaging... of an alcoholic beverage drunk before bedtime, Nightcap has been in use since 1818. Its creation was a play on the original Nightcap, which was a sleeping hat.
1: I nailed it.
2: Put on that's, directly that's what before Scrooge bed. Wears. Again, we're all right. Here's
0: why. <laughs> because you put on the cap directly before bed to keep a person warm on cold nights.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: wow. Uh, you, you learned something here on James Bond. <laughs> um,
1: when, when, uh, like a hot toddy? What do you think it is?
0: I it's think it's warm. any drink. It's probably warm, Just right? at night.
1: A nightcap? I don't think so. What do you want for a nightcap? Let's Me? say I'm going to make you one. What do you want me to bring out? Give me a warm uh, mulled cider? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Done. (laughs) Done,
0: buddy. I'll look forward to that tonight.
1: (laughs) It's a good place, St. Mark's Place in New York. You can get a nice hot mulled cider at night. Okay. I'll take you over. All right. Um... We're jumping around. Where we're we? so we're, we we're really just having a fun time. Cuisine yeah. <laughs> and octopus. I'm
0: just now naming things I have on my notes. Oh, I see, I see. Um, they have their own morgue. I found that impressive. Yes, very impressive. Yeah. It wasn't a morgue. It was just a meat locker. But with people. In yeah. It. Yeah, but
1: there was also... It's a de facto morgue, A ton yeah. of... <laughs> there were just a ton of dead animals. I guess so. Did you
0: notice that in Kamal's <laughs> Some office? Some of the big
1: game, I think, he hunts.
0: Behind him, he has uh-huh. his desk, and there's a desk behind him, and he's just a picture of himself that's not like a painted portrait it's just a photo of him three quarters just kind of sitting there like a catalog photo (laughs) of himself it's so weird there's nothing else in the picture it's just him
1: i we are above (laughs) our offices are above ivan reitman's office but he's he has windows in his office his blinds are always open and i always look because he has all these wonderful you know photos of his career it's like him and Dan Aykroyd on the set of Ghostbusters, or like him and Schwarzenegger, uh, whatever. But he has like two photos that are just of him. And I'm just like, that is a weird move. Yeah. <laughs> I have like all these wonderful photos of me and other people. Also, these two that are just of me. Yeah. So, yeah. in my mind, they're gifts that he felt bad about not putting up.
2: Oh yeah But also a weird gift Maybe just
1: confident I like it Yeah Maybe Yeah
2: (laughs) I wish I was that confident
1: He's got a painting from Dave Dave It's a fun movie Yeah It's a good
2: movie Yeah
0: oh a guy named dave <laughs> you keep going I, I need a Walter ppk break <laughs> all right enjoy your Walter
1: ppk you know during octopussy we often take many pee breaks and <laughs> instead of stopping the podcast we just continue just talking through oftentimes he'll leave me alone and then <laughs> yeah. i'll just have to talk yeah, to the audience it. about things that i make.
2: felt like that was the first time i was so i've been i was a public radio broadcaster for a long time and uh during pledge you know pledge Mm -hmm. time you have to talk for like 10 minutes straight you know and i remember doing one where nobody showed up to partner with and i just had to kind of talk and talk and talk and i felt like that was the moment i became a broadcaster was that moment it is
1: fascinating to me and i and i hear when i hear sports radio guys doing it mm -hmm. i mean they're just they're just blowhards.
2: but there is a skill to it real skill there's such a skill really good AM radio people who can talk. Um, I just like I'm so impressed by it. Most of the time they're just um, you know (laughs) unctuous, terrible characters. But but there's still a real skill in that that I like. The I can't you know I used to. It's interesting
1: timing wise. I can't listen to sports radio anymore, Mm -hmm. just as a person because I find it all terrible. (laughs) I find it all uh, even watching. I was watching. The, also the thing i can't stand at this point in time is the proliferation of uh morning radio shows broadcast on television oh interesting um if you're ever up in the morning and you just take a quick scan through your espns and your fox sports you'll see that they're just broadcasting right yeah a, yeah which is awful
2: i've been watching this um or I've been listening to this this financial show called the Dave Ramsey show is Oh, suggested. I'm familiar with Dave Ramsey, sure. So I w- I was not. Yeah. And so but um, I leave you guys for what, 2 <laughs> minutes and you've turned this into a finance
0: podcast.
2: <laughs> but the, the Phoebe Judge who does the show called Criminal with Lawrence Poor is part of the group that I'm, I'm uh-huh. with. Um she's like doesn't listen to all the podcasts, but she was like, I listened to the Dave Ramsey's show. And I was like, I got to check this out. And that guy, just the way he can sort of move things along and to tell the same story over and over again without... With like slightly different wording and slightly, mm-hmm. I, I like as I love watching broadcasters do broadcasting. Yeah. I just I love that. Anyway, <laughs> we, we really <laughs> We
1: were no, we were just talking about the idea like how we've often taken these breaks when it's just the two of us yeah. and like one of us just I, has to talk vamp. to the audience. Oh yeah, so. and just the skill that takes that's right. when someone's actually good at it. Yeah, I'm not I mean, saying that you or I it. are good at no, it. No, I'm not. saying that there are people out there. Yeah, I know that's impressive.
0: something I really appreciate as well.
1: Um, I want to talk about the gang of uh, uh, assassins or I mean really I just want to talk about saw guy <laughs> um, I have the uh, most technical questions I've ever had about a single device in my life <laughs> with saw guy now so if you're telling me it operates like a yo-yo okay but then what happens with the yo-yo situation <laughs> I know squirrel. I'm getting to it. Don't worry. Um the, the the it's the fact that it can be thrown straight as well as down and it like goes through that door. Uh-huh. The the physics of I guess the physics of the saw are like Captain America's shield.
0: This is another edition of Matt explains. Matt Retro, how does it work sideways like that?
2: Well, you know, I mean, you can throw a yo yo outside.
0: Yeah, I guess, and then it it just digs in. But
1: I just, you just, you're not going to get the spin required to
2: cut through a wooden door. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I always, I like the scene where he he puts down the photograph of James Bond and they they do it. And I was like, well, that was our only photograph. Like, how are you going to know what he looks like (laughs) now? (laughs) You know know something I have never
0: put together? That thing's fucking practical. It works. (laughs) Every time they show it, except for the door one, is an actual shot of that thing falling down and hitting something and then going back up that thing exists should we get our hands on that yeah uh, also <laughs> the reaction that you two didn't have made me think i was really alone on that thing <laughs> amazing
1: it's a dado blade you know it's a because it is uh-huh. you know it's a spaced out right. two saw blades so i mean it's gonna be great for uh,
2: doing some cabinetry uh i, are some I other uses? get uncomfortable when it gets stuck in the whatever the bedside table mm-hmm. thing, and he has to yeah. grab it with I his know. hands. I agree, yeah, to pull it out. That's the real danger. It really is. It's like it, it can go out just, but fine. I just have like coming s- back. I, really I want to know, like,
1: did this guy develop this? Did he spend time fine tuning his song? No, he, oh, he inherited it. Like, that's what oh, it came heirloom. from his father, yeah, or but mother, it
2: really, but it really is like a mechanical, like, like uh, table song, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. no, it literally, yeah.
0: Yeah. With some like <laughs> ornate gold centerpiece or
1: something. I like mm-hmm. expect him, by the way, would be way more on board with this assassin. More so than I already am. And I'm 100% on board. Yeah. If
2: he wore safety
1: goggles and <laughs> had a flannel him. shirt. Have oh. you
2: ever considered this as a spinoff? And I, I don't mean to create more mm-hmm. work for mm-hmm. you gentlemen because you guys work a lot. But like, like this show, mm-hmm. but you go to the Home Depot and you try to build. I'm already in. The gadgets. I mean, I think it would be a great show. There's a uh, there's a YouTube. That's a there's a YouTuber
1: who does a British chap who goes and makes builds things like uh, Wolverine's claws or. Like he tries to do all these crazy things, but not specifically to James Bond. Yeah. We would be terrible at this. No, we could do it. You, I don't well, you might know that a, we might could make a pen an expert. that arms itself after three clicks.
2: I'm just saying. No, you just have, you have someone who can do it. And oh, they, I see. And then you just... But we host. You know, oh, and we... comment that you try.
0: I'm fascinated with trying to figure it out, too. I think yeah, that exactly. would be fun. Like, you yeah. would learn a
2: lot in the process. For
0: instance, did you guys notice that... I just noticed this the first time, that yo-yo thing. He has a second metal piece... Yes, that, that, that takes like, his hand. Yeah, that just kind of, like, cradles it or Yeah,
1: well, I mean, you got to be careful when you're dealing with... Sure. ...the saw yo-yo that sure. was handed down generation to generation. Sure. <laughs> It's
2: such a good... It's such a good... Uh, assassins. Yeah. But
1: it's also Very like, true. I wonder
2: what... And they break it out. Like they... What I love is they know it's great. Yeah. And so yeah. it's like... So they hold yeah. VJ to do it. They yeah. hold, You know, like they, they just... They want to use it every opportunity you can. That's you the like Boba Fett of yeah.
0: James Bond movies. Who's actually in this film? Jeremy Bullock is... Boba Fett is oh in my god. Film.
2: That's amazing. Do you
0: guys want to do a check-in here to see how far in we are? Remember, we remember the last... Octopussy episode being three hours long, yeah. it's actually two. Oh, okay. We're at 129. I think we might set a oh, new I record here, it. Roman.
2: <laughs> how how <laughs> are we all feeling? Well, I feel what right. is the
0: uh, you know, we're kind of okay, but do you, I,
1: I do have to make a uh, I
2: have to meet although someone. The last week's a, show was really in an room. office. I mean, I, I speak in listener land, so yeah, the with Kevin Porter, Kevin. yeah, that was pretty long. That it was outside podcast. Episode. I mean, I think
0: the James Bladen theme song episode might be our longest.
2: But yeah. Anyway. We were in a special state of mind. Well, it's I just like I am, I, I, I make podcasts that are very tight. Yeah. You know, 15 to 25. We don't follow. And but but I'm, so I'm excited to stretch out a little bit. Well, 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 you're, like you're very, you're very, you're very of
1: the East Coast School of Podcasting, which is, you know, I say there, I always <laughs> I mean, say there's an East Coast and a West Coast School of Podcasts.
0: Yeah, and I'm, if I'm, there ever is a. But he's or, a West Coast a podcast. West Coast. I
1: understand <laughs> that you are, but you are of the style. I it's I like putting a Tudor house in Pasadena. <laughs> Fair enough. Um,
0: Wait a minute. What? <laughs>
1: Just the Tudor style, Matt was not originated in
0: Pasadena. I know that, but if, it's
1: I'm like throwing a if if craftsman in the Moors.
0: Pasadena architecture—you got to be prepared to really go deep here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is, all right. <laughs> Let's all right. get to Bond's Jeez. Indiana Jones right, right. adventure into the wilderness, where we get a Tarzan yell, we get a telling a tiger to sit, mm-hmm. we get a leech, yeah. we get mm-hmm. elephant saddles, mm-hmm. so we that get,
1: probably have televisions. <laughs> no,
0: do we establish that? Established right, um, what else do you, do you have
2: to, I mean, I thought that this was, uh, a true fact that you have to burn off a leech. I thought so you, too. But you, I don't know if you do. You don't. I've never seen that in another movie with Hold leeches. On. Uh, fact I, checker.
1: I think when you do, when you get them near heat, they immediately release. Right. Is the idea. Rather than just trying to pull the leech off. But up like Stand you. By Me, they just
2: pull them That's off right. and stuff, right?
0: Best way to remove a leech and treat the wound from Lifehacker. Hacker. <laughs> Oh, this is a video. I don't got time for videos. Videos are dumb. I'm a podcaster. (laughs) How to remove a leech. Wild Madagascar. Oh, the font on this is so small. Okay. Put your finger on the skin adjacent to the oral sucker. Mm -hmm. Gently but firmly slide your finger toward the wound where the leech is feeding. Mm -hmm. Use your fingernail. Push the sucker sideways and away from your skin. Once you have dislodged the oral sucker, quickly detach the posterior, rear sucker, the fat end of the leech. Try flicking the leech or producing with your fingernail. Or prodding with your fingernail. Although it's proding here. As you work to remove the leech, it will attempt to reattach itself. Hmm. I guess that's where it gets its name. Keep the wound clean. Minor cuts in tropical climates can quickly become infected. The leech itself is not poisonous. The wound will itch as it heals.
2: Hmm. So maybe not required.
0: Yeah. I
1: hope we just saved someone's life. You know what's interesting at the
0: end of this section when he gets on that boat full of tourists? Yes. He's exhausted and that's you don't see Bond especially Roger Moore's Bond like he's yeah. Teflon and he usually just walks but I, I feel like that's Roger Moore doing one take going like this is this is what you're getting <laughs> I have no choice but to play it exhausted right now I had to climb in the boat well from the but River he does this Ganges. like
2: economy you know does the economy tour yeah. joke maybe he's playing up that's part of his spy training he's like oh, right. you need to save me I'm exhausted yeah that's right you know. that's good I do
1: wonder I don't see why that guy why Kamal wouldn't just shoot him at the boat. Or like
2: any about? other time in the movie. Was yeah. he worried about it? Witnesses? <laughs> I, know. I don't
1: understand. Oh, I meant to say this. The This movie, as far as I can tell, James Bond is the best shot he has ever been in his life in this movie. Every time he shoots huh. at someone, he hits them square in the forehead.
0: You know why? He doesn't have a Walther PPK in this.
1: No, no, he does when he's initially. Yeah. he's using his Walther, and he's he also a great shot.
0: But later in that movie, he has that bigger gun. Yeah, that's rare for him.
1: But I'm also saying,
2: Matt, what I'm saying to you is, no, I get your
1: point. This Roger Moore, this, I, this a, is this. I, I don't shot. think he misses.
2: No, I don't think so either. He's really good on he's sliding down a banister. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that's this, a great signal. This, this
1: Roger Moore guy.
2: I mean... He's
1: great.
0: What a, yeah.
2: He does shoot someone right in the forehead.
0: I remember that. A few that, people. That was right. Oh, and that's the guy that... Get, <laughs> in the train? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When that guy gets shot in the forehead, the look he gives is not so much like, I'm gonna die, but like, what? <laughs> he just does a comic take. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, I love that moment. I'm
3: good.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay. So, we've established that James Bond is 100% accurate. Yeah. And... That he's very tired on the boat. Now the boat takes him back to Q. Yeah.
0: He's also not only 100% accurate with his gun, he's 100% brilliant as an artist for that. Does he draw that octopus with full color representation on that little notebook?
2: Yeah, I think it does.
0: That's incredible. It is like photographically recreated from that tattoo.
2: Not, not only, but the tattoo really looks like a rub on yeah, tattoo. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's got the wrinkles. Exactly think yeah, any yeah. Cracker like, Jack. It looks like a rub on tattoo yeah. from like two days ago. <laughs>
0: yeah. From two days ago in 1983. Yeah. It was,
1: it was uh, 50 cents. One of those <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> All of that being said, I would love someone to make temporary tattoos of that. I'd get that. I oh, love could it. Be all kinds. Let's yeah.
2: make it happen. You can make a whole rub-on tattoo set of all Bond villain oh, organizations. Yeah. What other
0: oh, tattoos God. are there in Bond? But there uh, must be,
2: like, you could put a, what, a Spectre? You there's a could put a Spectre octopus. Yeah, that'd be a good one. You could put a, um, you could put a
1: uh, Q. Just for quantum. Oh,
0: I thought you meant Desmond Llewellyn's face. <laughs> I would. With the, but with the gang script of, if I like, had Memoriam. To,
1: if I had to get a tattoo of Desmond Llewellyn's it would just be his hands, of
0: course, on your hands.
1: Yeah, it would be, or, or no, but they no, wouldn't. It would be just around your, your torso. torso. Yeah, you to like, want them around, caress. Like <laughs> I would. I put it as though he was hugging me. So wherever his hands would land when he hugged me, that's where. I would <laughs> So, have so
0: you just see, see these two hands coming across your chest. Yeah, these two big meat parts. Wherever <laughs> catcher's mitts.
1: Wherever I would have him hug me, and then I would have a, a tattoo artist uh, uh, trace around. Yeah. And then, so he'd never be without me. Yeah. Or I'd never be without him, I suppose. That would
0: be great. That's like, remember in Lord of Rings, there's the one orc with the handprint on the face? What
1: I'm remembering right remember? now
0: is that you just said Lord Rings. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> remember Lord Rings? We're a half hour and a half into this thing. I've got no speaking functions. It's okay. It functions.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, what else is there to discuss uh, with those assassins? Well, well I want to talk about a little bit about the... Um, Octopussy's Circus. It, it, it Her circus takes in orphaned girls?
2: <laughs> what I love... Is you that, say that like that's a problem. Is that they're all dressed up in their circus get-ups, but you haven't been introduced to the concept of the circus? No. Yet? Right. No.
1: You
0: don't know. The only thing yeah. you know from
2: circus
1: is the fact that there's a clown
0: and what in the movie. And or- what orphanage is releasing children to a circus? Like That's... <laughs> Every couple of months, they come in and, like, what do you got for me? What's the new batch?
2: But I, there's that whole red unitard, actually. yeah. The, 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 valet the red, unitard, red
1: looks unitard looks remarkably like the greatest American hero. It's true, it's yeah,
2: a, yeah.
0: Do you know they're rebooting, rebooting that? I do show? know they're rebooting it. Rebooting it, Amanda was up for a role
2: in that, and
0: for not for greatest American hero, but it's a woman playing the, yeah, yeah. Is she, a, is she a
2: teacher and everything? Like that? I don't know about that.
0: No, I think they're changing a lot. She's kind of like a like a slacker, mm. I think. Yeah. yeah.
1: Great. By the way, Greatest American Hero feels like it was on way longer than it was. It only lasted like a season and a half. Yeah,
0: for a good reason. Oh, really? Yeah. No, what do not you mean a, good a good reason. reason? Robert yeah.
1: Culp, man. I think I like we all remember world world it. Cult. I, I, I. If you asked me before I looked it up how long of A Greatest American Hero ran,
2: I would say at least five seasons. We had to, had to get time to get the kids, they, they, they sort of oh, developed a Scooby right. gang type of thing. And and that seems like a season three development.
0: I would have never remembered that had you not mentioned that part. Yeah, because like, what,
2: what's
1: the... That, that show would be forgotten if not for the theme song. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: yeah. It's the only thing that's kept it fresh in our minds.
0: I had the same issue with that as I did with Remington Steel, like, Brosnan as Remington mm-hmm. Steele because like after Superman, I know that there's a different story. The alien brings him the suit, but I just like it was like watching Superman light, and I turned it on with high hopes, and every week I was somehow disappointed. I don't know why. You
1: know? Well, I think the fun of Superman is not the fact that he doesn't know how to use his powers. Yeah, it's that he's very good at being Superman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you. Want it's to
0: weird see. to think William Cat could have been Luke Skywalker. He was really close to being. He was oh. screen tested for it. Did he's, you know that? I didn't know that. And now I feel about that. What? Thank God.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Thank God it was you, Mark Hamill, avid listener to this show. I'm going to tie
0: Star Wars back to Octopussy now. (laughs) Not just by the Tarzan yells and movies coming out the same year with Chewbacca swinging through Endor. But also the general and his assistant are two Star Wars actors. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, he, the general in Octopussy is also the general on the Hoth base. That's like, you're, I'm going to miss you solo. Remember that guy in the beginning? Mm -hmm. He's got like a Purina cat chow logo on his, well, that's how you know he's a general. Yeah. And the (laughs) other guy was an Imperial officer too. But I love the general in this circus because he's like a kid. He's just... Everything just... Can you believe that? Yeah. I I command all of the West German American NATO operations here. (laughs) Thrilled by... The
1: joy he takes (laughs) when that woman steals his wallet.
0: Yes.
2: It's so good.
1: Let's talk about that circus. Okay, (laughs) so obviously there's children that live on base. I get that. Families often uh, live on base. And um, so they decide to have a circus. Now... What I don't understand, I guess, is the fact that they would allow the circus to parade through town on the way into the base, like to have a literal circus parade.
0: Wasn't that kind of how circuses were done? Like that's the circus has come to town. I know, season.
1: but you're you're ending up on a pretty tight security yeah, yeah, American fair. base fair enough. or NATO base. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I'd feel like they'd be like, well, why don't you come into the base and then you can do a little tiny parade for it,
2: us. It's funny that didn't bother me at all. The one that did bother me security-wise is when the guard, the NATO guard, waves in the local police yeah. to continue chasing James Bond. It made me think of a perfect heist. What was That's was that? You have a Patsy go up.
0: And like, oh, seem like right. the bond, but then a bunch of fake criminal police cars come <laughs> yeah. up behind them. Oh, yeah,
2: that is perfect. But uh, that was like, no, they was, have no jurisdiction there.
0: I, oh, right, right. <laughs> come on in, <laughs> fellas. I think that when you have the specific general that this base has and you tell him, we've arranged for a circus, and it was probably his idea. I want full parade. This is great. I've never yeah, seen a, he, a circus.
2: He's very intimate. Yeah.
1: What if the. The people in the cop car weren't real police, but they were actually just people who desperately wanted to see the circus. So their plan was to drive cop
0: cars. (laughs) A lot of people have a problem with Bond ending up in a clown costume in this climax, which I like because it's kind of strangely vulnerable in a way. But Oh, I love it. Here's what I want you to describe in another segment Mm -hmm. of retro conning these things. You got it. He, he sneaks into a clown costume, but he takes the time to put on perfect clown makeup with the tear, and it's flawless.
1: It really is. So, well, as you know, Matt. Yes. All clown, I don't this is all clown makeup mirrors have next to it a guide that tell you how, what... The makeup is supposed to look like
0: oh i thought you meant an in-mirror template no right? no no a it's not an in-mirror template Tesla but it, is, windshield. it is
1: it is a guide of like this is what your makeup should look like uh-huh. james of course as we have seen earlier on is an amazing artist he can draw True. an octopus like nobody's business yeah so i think that the makeup he was just like i have to be viable you know i know that a nuclear bomb's gonna go off in a few minutes but I really have to make sure that my clown is perfect.
0: But what if the nuclear bomb, what if he was three seconds too late because he's putting on that tear?
1: <laughs> I think he was willing to take that chance. Oh, clearly. Perfection. And it paid off. Uh, James Bond is nothing but perfect. Yeah. So I think he just looked at the style guide that was on his right as he's in the mirror, and he uh,
0: did it. He's he, exactly the same clown as 009.
2: 009. Yeah. Isn't that great? So there has to be a there's style multiple.
1: Guide. There's multiple clowns that yeah. are in he that outfit. He did see the picture. I
2: was trying to... Yeah, he did see the picture of double nine yeah 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 so so there's something there
0: yeah
1: uh <laughs> by the way I love that I every love. discussion
0: of octopussy peters out a bit like the movie no i yeah.
1: love i love
0: one of my favorite moments
1: of from roger moore as james bond is late in this movie and it's when he's mistaken for mishka uh-huh uh, and then his brother, you know, the other knife thrower yes. is chasing him, and yeah. he says it's for my brother. And then he says this is for 009. Yeah, and then shoots him. Yeah, and he's like
2: yeah, that's a good moment. Way to go, James yeah, Bond. But, okay, so if he's angry about the death mm-hmm. of Mishka, mm-hmm. how does he? Why does he think James Bond is Mishka?
1: <laughs> oh, Mishka's in that canon. I know. He doesn't know where his he doesn't know his brother is dead. Oh he doesn't know his brother. No, he just thinks his brother's like, Where the hell's my brother been? Oh, and then he's so very excited he it, to see his brother. Oh, but yeah. he put
2: it together because he's wearing his ass. Yes. Yeah. Right.
1: Because he knows that he and his brother have a pact they've made with each other, and that pact is you can never take off your your clothes unless you're dead. <laughs> so the second he sees someone else in his clothes, he knows obviously. The life blood pack they made That's earlier. Slisku
0: and Grishka yeah. blood packed. Yeah. 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 There's a point when when they're doing their little knife routine that there's a wide shot where he's really throwing knives or someone is. I agree. It's incredible. I a hundred percent
1: agree. Between that and usually the how those, yo-yo. Usually how those work is the knife comes from yeah. inside
0: the board. Yeah.
1: So they'll you know, you know it'll be like on a hydraulic or something, and it'll just yeah. pop out like that. I mean it's not and how I how was like, watching it. right by your head. Yeah, you know, and I was but. watching and I was like, Oh, I think those are actually
0: being thrown. Yeah. It's very, impressive. Very exciting stuff. The octopusy going above and beyond.
1: It's the it's the yo yo saw of knives.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it is.
1: <laughs> it's all practical. Uh, all right. So, but ending this... number one is him defusing the
2: bomb. Okay. How many are we... we in for here? Is that any number one? I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What this the thing about this movie in general that drives that is weird to me. Is that many times I've seen it, mm. it's kind of like Jaws, where I forget how much happens on land in jaws oh yeah and i think of this movie as all the stuff that happens in india yeah and then there's another hour of
0: berlin yeah yeah yeah. or germany yeah yeah
1: well actually let's see the the okay so that's the first i think yes the first ending is the bomb being diffused with two seconds left uh john glenn probably took every fiber in his body to make it not end on 007 just like uh, Golden Eye or Goldfinger rather. Um, he pulled well, it out he... with two seconds left. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. the clock stops. Yeah. So it then we're like, it. great, day is saved. Then we have to now deal with the fact that the jewels are missing, right? So oh, hang on. While that is happening, Gogol has chased down...
0: Orlov. That happened Orlov. earlier. Okay, yeah. so that... It's oh, really two big endings. Yeah. The well, bomb because no,
1: it's like that, and then it's the, the other big ending. Oh, no, is you're right. The, the whole three.
0: scene. The assault on
1: the castle. The whole assault on the castle in the worst-looking set I've ever seen in my life. Well,
0: it's not realistic, but I love the way it looks. <laughs> <laughs> it has that artifice in a movie that I just love that feels like a set that, I don't know, it feels comfortable
1: uh also the like it feels like they swapped the lines for q and bond it runs on hot air yeah like i feel like that that joke should have gone to q to say about bond
0: well q's really stepping up his game because also when he gets off and he's like i can't be bothered by you Eminem, okay maybe later you know <laughs> uh
1: also i love that q puts on a fucking red baron yeah. fight like pilot hat
0: there's a shot in that battle sequence where they're dollying like yeah uh, i guess right to left and the girls are all Acrobating and moving right to the left that I just love. Like, there's just something yeah. really pleasant about it.
1: So, yeah, so we have the assault on the castle. And then that. I'm trying to think of how that ends.
2: Will they, um, they kidnap Maud. Yeah. Yes. To Take her on, Arthur. on, on, yeah. um, horses to the plane. Yeah. Right. And by that, <laughs> in that time. In that time, it somehow turns into day. day day. Yes. Right. (laughs) And and midday. (laughs) Not
0: just daylight. Midday over the California desert. (laughs) And then
1: then Bond has to get on the plane. He has to literally get on top of the plane.
0: This is what has now become one of my favorite moments of the film, and that is Louis Jordan's airplane piloting acting. (laughs) It's It's incredible.
1: (laughs) So silly. It's bonkers. The childlike joy he has when he thinks he's gotten away with it
0: i know know. (laughs) when he thinks both of them share such a moment falling off (laughs) the thing are
1: they lovers those two i mean i feel like they in a perfect world they just only need each other yeah
2: i can't so what is the name of the henchman gobinda gobinda I can't figure out what motivates Gobinda to talk and not talk at different times. Because <laughs> <I know. laughs> he's yeah, he's that like silent henchman. Except sometimes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like except for that one, yeah. Um, but well, he has a right there. But, but he also like when James Bond is on the wing pulling pulling the gas Slapping line. Me. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He just he, t- he just, he just <laughs> uses his thumb. That would be like a that's time a good to moment speak. to talk. <laughs>
0: Uh, maybe he's only got a certain amount of English. Like he's just learned pocketbook phrases, like out there.
2: What you going to say, out there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a little
1: hesitant to try to remember exactly.
0: I think it's best whatever you're about to say.
1: <laughs> no, like it's to. the plane
0: goes down. Why? Because oh here's what's weird is because is Bond takes his foot is that an Adel run I don't know but he he puts it down which would make the we'll plane go the, up yeah, right it
1: would raise the it would no, raise the no. it? it? the air goes flows over
0: oh it's an over Pushed thing
1: no 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 he's on the tail on the tail on the tail he puts it down
0: isn't that the air hits it and then makes
2: it lift
1: I thought. I, I thought you the could opposite. be
2: right. I thought the
1: Bernoulli has a principle and I, none of us have a grasp of it.
2: <laughs> well, I know the Bernoulli principle. I'm on it. <laughs> Cause the amount of surface area increases the volume, the, the velocity of the, uh, of the output, like holding the hose.
1: So if you're pulling... No, but I think if you're pulling a yoke, if you're pulling back on the stick, that tail is going to go down, right? That tail
2: is going to go down. And to
1: pull back on a stick... I,
2: I thought the opposite, but I could make a plausible explanation for either way, but I thought the opposite. Quite I'm frankly, on this. the confidence
1: with which I'm talking
2: tells you I know nothing
1: about it. <laughs> Matt, oh. do you have an answer how do planes work? I'm getting there. How planes work? <laughs> our new podcast
0: well it's saying how they work mechanically but not what their effect is hold on i'm still working on it you I, guys keep I talking
2: i feel like the pushing down the air flows down over it when it goes when it goes up air flows up and gives you lift i just that that was just my that's my impulse
1: but my uh, spoilers on cars right are tilted that way to push down to create downforce right they're not mm. spoilers don't go like this they go like this
2: yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Hmm.
1: So what I'm saying is, if you were to, if you're to take a thing and do it this, then it's going to create up. I don't know. <laughs> I guess is the question. Like, I'm I'm plausibly explaining one way. Just stop looking at me. Roman's explanation sorry, sorry,
0: sorry,
2: sorry, is sorry, also sorry. plausible. Okay. We're, all, we're all it's all very confused. I don't know. I, Keep I don't going. Know, I'll have do it. we know? Do I we have any pilots? Off,
1: so. I know a pilot. Hang on. I'll have it. I'll have. Hang it. on. I know a pilot uh okay this is not when oh sorry how would i rephrase this when the tail
2: thingy tail our
0: poor listeners right now if (laughs) when the tail
1: i'm gonna put in quotes wing goes down the plane goes up right (laughs) (laughs) asked <laughs> a person in oh my, my life. Oh my god. Matt, we're gonna have I'm gonna have we're gonna have an answer in, in, in mere in, in mere moments okay. here. I feel like Mark will get back to me.
0: All what
2: right. How planes there. work.
0: Well then we kill the villain. Look at this they he's he's
1: already typing. Yes it is. When the wing goes down the plane goes
2: up. Okay. When the wing goes down the plane goes up. I don't know if the the, the phrasing of that question
1: What would you want it to say? <laughs>
0: But doesn't is it make sense that on? if it goes down, the air is going to hit it, and that will give it a lift? I guess that makes sense. It does. I, I don't know. I'm not a pilot.
1: More yeah. air under the main wing creates the lift.
0: Okay. And and the more reverse is under. true for up would push oh, it down. Oh,
1: I see. Well, then, but if it's up, wouldn't that be more air? Oh, wait, this is,
0: you guys should check out our so. Patreon page where we're going to be doing uh, airline this mechanics. This is,
1: I'll tell you who this is annoying it's probably 45 pilots listen to this show and yeah. they're very angry at while it. flying yeah but yeah. that's
0: why they are experts that's we right we don't have to be experts that's right we're not we're lovers of all we're airplane lovers, technology not but not experts <laughs> alright let's let's president. bring this home okay uh, is there anything else we need to talk about before we give our ratings of this
1: yes James Bond's injury
0: what injury?
3: Where, he,
1: <laughs> where he's too hurt to return to MI6. Oh,
0: I'm hurt just enough where I need to be in some silk pajamas. <laughs> which is, that sounds great. Have some on, traction. On yeah. a
1: boat. Yes, like is a barge. like just large enough so that them having sex would be too loud. Yeah. And uncomfortable for everyone <laughs> right. rowing.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're going in and out already. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. So they could just time it. Uh, this is a tough ranking o for me. James. We so here's There's a double O James. Yeah, yeah, yes. Very strange. After the credits,
0: and it's a definitely an ADR thing too, where they had to bring Maude Adams into a studio and go, "Okay, we need you to kind of like almost in pre-rapture say, O oh, James,' here in a studio. Totally, I would love video footage of that. <laughs> Just like, all right, zero double." 00 to 007 what are you guys going to give may this movie you use the
1: half scale which
0: like. I have to on this one
1: well mm. I, Matt I, I'm very firm on this I hope you're ready yeah Octopussy for me gets a 006.5 wow I am not going to find a more enjoyable Roger Moore movie for me interesting Roman
2: I was going to go 006 and I thought I was going to be chastised for how high it was no yeah. I don't know why I you're, you're among friends you're here yeah, I'm saying double o six. All right, Mr. Matt Gorley.
0: Well, it's up to you. I was going to go double o five point five, but I'm feeling like I'm doing us. that film Come a disservice. With us. All right, I'll go double o six. Why oh, not? Yes. This film's worth it.
1: <laughs> this might be the highest average James Bond movie we've rated so far.
0: <laughs> no, because we did From Russia with Love was a little higher, wasn't it? No. Six, oh, because Kevin brought five. it down. The average, I can't remember
1: six, six point five, and seven. So, oh, okay, that yeah, a little a bit, bit higher.
0: Yeah, I'm comfortable. Yeah, this is good with that. Okay, this is good. All right, this
1: feels great.
0: This is the this time too where I get to pick the next James Bond film.
1: Yes, Matt, it's up to you. Where where are we going next? What you I, to what? What? First of all, here's what I'd like you to tell me. Yeah. What kind of
0: clothes do I need to pack for this journey? No clothes. Oh, I gotta <laughs> but, get oh, oh, also uh-huh. desert climb. Oh, this
1: is this is a lot of different equatorial. Things. Oh, okay. It's going to be hot down there.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Very humid. Um, European.
1: (laughs) Well, that's a given.
0: Uh Uh-huh. We're going to revisit a film you haven't seen since the theater. We've (gasps) talked about it a lot recently. Oh, my God. I'm curious about it again. We're going to see whether it's grown or shrunk in our esteem. Spectre.
1: Wow. Uh, Yeah. Interesting. This is going to be really something yeah i have not watched this movie in a very long time i know time i'm actually
0: excited
2: it is definitely curdled in my mind <laughs> <It> curdled
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know that's such when it goes ad. bad it goes bad description and that's of that the film. right way to say the yeah.
0: curdling of specter <laughs> also phil our lovely man in the east has written an article on birth movies death about say something nice it's a series they do on there about maligned movies so he's done one on Spectre so I haven't read it yet but I'm, I'm very curious to read that you should read along and watch along next episode I also have something here mm-hmm Last episode I teased that I've been working on a project that will be available soon that is related to James Bond. Ooh. And is a print of an artwork that I've been working on when I took my social media break this winter, and I have yet to see this thing. So this is the first <laughs> we're time. We're gonna it reveal just, it. It came in the mail when I went out to the get we're reveal to go it do a Walter PP care.
1: Via audio. We're gonna describe to you what we're seeing. There's a tube that Matt is removing what looks to be a large scale
0: print. That's right. So, I combine the two things I love most in the world, and that is, other than my wife and cat, Mm
3: -hmm, mm -hmm,
0: James Bond movies and theme park stunt shows in what may be the first of a series of prints where I take a James Bond film and do the concept art as if it were a theme park stunt show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I've got two prints here. One is like it was like a newsprint advertisement, and one is the clean look. I have no idea how these turned out. I still might need to tweak them a bit, but... This is the live and let die action stunt spectacular from 1973 at Six Flags Baton Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, should've just let's, been
1: a jazz land.
0: Let's see how these things ended
1: up here. <laughs> can them oh, let's take a look here. Are these identical,
0: Are these
2: identical? computer.
1: Now, guys, this. This is just the work of a mad genius.
0: And this will be for sale on Redbubble. I have a Redbubble page, I guess. <laughs> but just look at my Instagram. There'll be a link by now, I guess, or something. My Instagram is just Now, Matt, Matt
1: what, what do you think your favorite part of your stunt spectacular show, Live and Let Die themed, what do you think your favorite part is?
0: It's actually, I think it would be the split double-decker bus, because I know there would be some contraption behind the bridge that like would launch the bus oh, up, like yeah. a hidden ramp or something, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. the inflatable Kananga that is shot off a like gas rocket <laughs> or something like that.
1: Now, my question to you is, is that is that Kananga collected at the end of each show and then reused? Or are you saying yes. they're Kananga in budgets? this it would have to okay. be.
0: But no, that would be amazing. But outside, they no doubt sell personalized kananga balloons like uh, a mylar kananga oh, balloon. yeah yeah That's they wouldn't add mylar back then but
1: matt i have to say it really, it's beautiful and i think everyone listening is going to be very excited to
0: get one i love it Well, oh, thank you very it's much beautiful. i'm i'm i've got ideas for two more films so if i have the time i'd like to do a little series of these but we'll see like that the thunderball like marine park aqua adventure would be probably next oh yeah we'll see yeah. oh yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. uh all right okay is next
0: yeah roman uh, me
2: yeah um i make a couple of podcasts one's called 99 Percent invisible <laughs> it's amazing it's about design and architecture i'm just basically like it's about anything i'm interested in honestly yeah <laughs> and then uh i do another little podcast called what trump can teach us about con law <laughs> which is takes trump tweets and uses a, a friend of mine who's a, a constitutional law professor like examine them and in the along the lines of what it can teach us about the fourth amendment or the 10th amendment or something like that it's so like uh, i
0: said these two hit my wheelhouse so
2: soundly and
0: then you also have all of radiotopia as
2: well yeah so i co-founded a group called radiotopia and there's a lot of good podcasts in there like uh, criminal in the memory palace and song exploder really really good stuff
0: This Mm. is a podcasting giant
2: sitting with us.
0: We are happy to have you, Roman. was our pleasure.
2: Thank you. No, it's my pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Uh, Honor. I'm I'm an avid listener. I was very excited when you came back. uh, Came back weekly.
1: Well, thank you for uh, going through each of the endings of *Octopussy* with us. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) Uh, James Bonding Bonding will return. James
3: Bonding
2: podcast. Hi, I'm Cameron Esposito, and I am so excited to bring the latest season of my show, Query, to Earwolf. That's right. Earwolf is now Queerwolf. On Query, I've interviewed some of the brightest luminaries in the LGBTQ community. That's what it is. It's like a hour-long chat show, like a WTF. With me and another queer guest, I've had musicians Tegan and Sarah Quinn of the band Tegan and Sarah, actors like Jeffrey Boyer-Chapman and Evan Rachel Wood. I've had transparent creator Jill Soloway, activists like Madden Lopez. The season premiere is out now with special guest, Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Listen and subscribe to Query Today on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Earwolf.com.